Hey everybody, I'm Matt Hillen with Night Energy Services. This is Ken Lavin with Winter Mud. Jeremiah Smith with Trace Management. Corey Nunez with Tag Drilling Motor Company. And this is our show, everybody, our new show, our new podcast. This is the Talking Energy Show. And uh, thank you to our sponsor, uh, Trace Management, having it here in the uh, Trace Management uh, offices. Studio. That's yeah, a tower. Yeah, this is it. This has got a well, studio I now. guess it's the Talking Energy Studio at the Trace Management Tower. The Talking Energy Show at the Trace Management Towers. Hey, so since this is our inaugural episode with our first guest, Corey. Victim. Uh, man, we have heard and seen and uh, people have told us about all of your uh, amazing story. And how you got, got here. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, we were like, man, you've got a new company you're working for. No, and no. He started it. Started. Started. Partners. There we go. Man, tell us about it. Why, why, what is going on with you right now? What's what's this new company, Tag? You're it. Uh, <clears throat> so tag, tag it's, it's all in the name. Tag Drilling Motor Company is, is strictly a, uh, a, a rental motor company for directional drilling operations. So that's all, that's all we do. We're focused on one single thing, is building... Premium motors and running a, a, a very competitive price because we're a small, intent-focused company uh, doing just one single thing, and we're trying to do that single thing extremely well. So nice. that's it. We, we were previously in the directional business with a company called Helix, uh, which was a subsidiary of a company called Trepid out in Midland, which is a really cool experience. All really great directional businesses. We saw those guys. Is uh, it's complicated just as anything else is in the oil field, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of moving parts. And one thing that we held on too tight when when we were doing that for a little over a year and a half was uh how much we love the, the motor side of the business and uh we we saw an opportunity <clears throat> when we take two steps back here hey well, there we, we go we're, yeah. real quick Corey, i'm not hearing him bring bring I, his mic over yeah, or turn sorry. or turn him up turn him up is it not good here what? i'll come in i'm not hearing I, i'm hearing him speak but not over the headset right? yeah can you hear me now? I can hear oh, you. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. You sound great. It sounds the same to me, so sorry. Y'all tell me. Again, we're going to have technical difficulties all... because of me and I this... set this studio up. Yeah. Let's no, So good. All right, man. Sorry I interrupted you there. I just want to make sure yeah. we could hear you, buddy. All right. Because so, it's a good message. Yeah, I'm going to sit back and have a delicious sip of this Hochatown, and this is from right here in Oklahoma. Look at this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, Town Distillery, by the way, guys. Uh, yeah, everyone, if, please turn if, off your phones. If if, uh, if if Town happens to listen to our first inaugural podcast and uh, wants mm-hmm. to ever sponsor us, we'd be willing to talk to you. Yeah, we got to say a cheers to that for sure. Here we cheers. go with your Glen Morangi hey, advertising. Thing. Thank you guys for coming into the talk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks. Pleasure oh. being here. So no, Town Distillery is awesome. It's other, actually in southeastern or just southern Oklahoma, right? And the, the town is Town. southeast. Yeah. And it's what is the lake? Is it? It's not Texoma, right? Beaver's Bend. Yeah. Okay, but this place, it's like a little Branson. Beautiful. And, yeah, it's beautiful. they got a lot of activities and a brewery and a distillery. they got this uh, Grateful Dead pizza. Yes, I've been yes. there. So Everyone good. goes there. It's, yeah. it's a really cool experience. If you get a chance, go to Hochtown in southeast Oklahoma. There's a lot of a lot of our friends in oil and gas from down in southeast Oklahoma. Right. They're not paying us for, that, for yeah. that plug, but if you're listening, you can pay us. Yeah, no one pays yeah. us for plugs yet. This is our inaugural <laughs> episode. Yeah, and hey, you have Bigfoot down there too. All right, so tag, like tag bottom. Is that yeah. what it is? Heck yeah. TD. Yeah. So, so man, your background, um, as I hear, is amazing. So, how in the world did you get to become a drilling engineer and then a tag? Like, in you Oklahoma. said, yeah, let's you said let's let's take two steps back. I want to take like fifty steps. Yeah, back. man, oh, we man. got straight into your your company. All right, so when you were when you were about, in an infant, yeah, we'll let you do your commercial. Yeah, when you episode, were a green hat, if anyone wants were, to look up Corey on LinkedIn, it's C O R E Y N U N E Z. You're about to get blown up on LinkedIn. What's your what's your they won't yeah spelling it wrong intentionally yeah what's your Insta? Oh my god. 
I've no, I've, I've no social, probably no social media. I'm probably going to come and help you guys with your there. with your mother. All right, so you, you've had a you've had a food truck. Tell us how you got. Uh, what happened after or after high school? Or let's go through this. Okay, we going to high school now? Story. No, I don't know where he wants to start, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, start when he was a green hat. How about that green hat? No way. He's got a better story before he got in oil and gas. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's what I'm. Sorry, oil and gas is awesome, but his his okay. whole story. Go ahead, Corey. Ready? Uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I grew up in Georgia. Uh, southeast Georgia on an island called St. Simons Island. Uh, nope. an awesome place to grow up. Really Heck cool. Yeah. Uh, moved around a lot. My mother was a, uh, a midwife and she traveled. So uh, so I lived all up and down the East Coast in Maine and Massachusetts, Maryland, Georgia, Florida. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, I, 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 I try to do the short version of this. <clears throat> I dropped oh, out please of high don't. School. That's yeah, why we no, have a okay. podcast. You can go forever I dropped, here. I dropped out of high school in 10th grade. Uh, just wasn't wasn't loving it. It wasn't kind of my thing. I'd started working real early, 13, 14 years old, saving money. So uh, I turned 16. <clears throat> I bought a car. I told my mother, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. And she said, uh, cool, but you got to get your GED first. So next week, I went and got my GED. Engineer got my, got smart. Got my car. And Congratulations. Uh, and, uh, and traveled. I drove up to Maine, <clears throat> lived on a lake, uh, in a log cabin. What'd you do? How'd you end up in this log cabin? Did you know someone? I need, I to, I need just a little bit of details. I in a town called Presque Isle, Maine, which is like a few miles from the Canadian border uh, when I was younger. And so I still had friends up there. So I, I, went, I moved back there just to... You know, just find something. I don't know. Do something different and just right. be out of school. Just just to travel, see the world. Hey, you're 16. I'm 16. Yeah, Were you emancipated, awesome. or how does that work when you're 16? No, I just left. No, you can I'm just go, left. man. I have keys. I feel you, brother. My mom's kind of hippie. I mean, you know, she's she's cool. She's laid back. She knows that everybody you know finds their own path. Yeah. Whatever, so she supported it. She's her one thing was like you got to have that GED before you leave. Or good job for her. Plumber or your GED. Yeah, yeah that's great. So. Dude, it's just crazy. I, I love everything about this just for the simple fact I wish I would have did that. Just got up one day and said, you know what, I'm going to go that direction and figure it out. And it's, yeah. it's a, that's a really tough thing for anyone to do. <laughs> like, I just pick up everything you know and go somewhere else. So, anyway, please. Uh, yeah. it, it felt, I don't know. I wouldn't wait, say it was hard. It felt, you still, it felt do you remember me. from back then? Like the right yeah, do, okay. so, yeah. yeah, what I kind mean, of car was it we were driving? Yeah, I'm just going to throw it It was a maroon Buick. I don't remember what year. Was it a Regal? I don't know. Oh. It was a it was a bad car. It was a bad car. Like well, bad is a positive. No, that could go either no, way. No, it was a bad car. Oh, was it like a four door or two door? <clears throat> it was a four door. Well thought out uh, plans by teenagers. Yeah. And bench seats. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was. It was uh, oh, a Buick Electra. Uh, it uh, it used to turn off. All the like electrical stuff would turn <laughs> yeah. off while driving down the highway. At, yeah. Like, Sixty five miles. It was just like so, you need to concentrate on the fucking road. Kick it into neutral and we started. And and so anyways, it's a bad car, but it's what I had. It was what I could afford. So. Anyways, got me to most places that I was trying to go to. Uh, <clears throat> so I lived in a uh, log cabin in Maine for a little while. Uh, How do you get to Maine? Uh, well, I, I'd lived there before. Nice. Previously. Uh, uh, One of the places your mom took you as yeah, a midwife. Yeah, yeah. it's a town called Presque Isle, Maine. Uh, really, really, really small town. Uh, way, way north. Um, a couple miles from the Canadian border. It's wow. kind of middle of nowhere. Uh, which was, I think, her intention when she took us there. It was me and my sister at the time. I'm, I'm the youngest of four, but two of my siblings had already moved out. And uh, did they we, wait till seventeen? We were causing trouble. And I think her intention was to take us to the middle of nowhere. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, and and so she achieved that. But we made a bunch of friends and ended up going back there. So, but um, it was uh, <clears throat> it was a cool experience. It was a cool, really cool town, really cool place. Just good people. Maine has great people. It's so how are you awesome taking state. care of yourself? What are you doing for a living? Just yeah, aren't your friends in school? Five. So my, my, when I was growing up, my brother was a cook and became a chef and a really good one. And 
anyway, so I learned some skills from him in the kitchen that kind of allowed me to, you know, it's one of those jobs that's very, you know, you everybody can needs way, he can cook. Anywhere. Yeah. There's, there's a restaurant oh. job somewhere. There's a cook job always somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So did we not ask him to bring stuff to I, us? I did I, that. I, hey man, that's how I got I, to the bridge. I, yeah. yeah, I just, I, see, I just eat. Work. I like food. I'm yeah. just saying. I worked in the kitchen at Hard Rock Cafe in St. Thomas just because I knew I could uh, go get a job. Yeah. I hitchhiked down to, I hitchhiked down to Florida and then uh, found my way eventually to St. Thomas. My gosh, Matt. I, wow. I joined the military from St. Thomas. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, no way. It's a yeah, midpoint of the story, probably. Oh, yeah. go, back to okay, the, yeah. go back to the beginning. So, of the so we're at the cabin. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, uh, we're Living cooking. in a postcard. And, and what, what's next? Uh, <clears throat> so I decided to leave uh, Maine, and I was trying to travel to California. I had a sister who was living in Durango, Colorado at the time. So oh, I was yeah. traveling through Beautiful. There. My car started getting worse. Broke down on the St. Louis Bridge, like at the top. It was a mess. Anyways, and... Uh, Finally made it to Durango, Colorado. Ended up staying there for a little bit, working at a ski resort called Purgatory. Oh, love Purgatory. Oh, yeah. uh, met some place. friends there. Moved into a double wide trailer with like seven other guys, and we just you know have fun, party. I was young. And yeah, played music, to be. rode motorcycles, you know, ski snowboarded and skied and drank beer, and it was just a good time. It's good, you know. Wow. Just a kind of ruthless period of your youth, you know. It's just where you don't care about sleeping anywhere. You, you can, care about you can, anything. You yeah. wake up and you're not like sore. Just kind of live for fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that for a while and then ended up, uh, never made it to California on that trip. Ended up t- taking that car back to Georgia, back to St. Simons Island where I lived uh, and, and getting a job there at the restaurant my brother used to work at. And so kind of f- trying to fill those shoes a little bit in my mind. And, uh, and, and then uh, right when that happened, I got in a bunch of trouble. I was, a, I was a bit of a mess as a kid. I'm still a mess now, to be real honest. But uh, whatever. Yeah. You mean uh, Maverick? A titan of industries are usually Mavericks. <laughs> there you go. So uh, got, I got I got arrested uh, by the same cop in the same place for the same thing like three separate times in a short but, period. But, I bet you still know his name. They don't. Uh, they don't, don't go. Know. They don't get they less angry, angry about that. They, and... they, were, they were never angry. It was just about a time. You know, third time they're just like Corey in the car. Yeah. What are you doing, man? It's like the definition of insanity. You already got your name on the seat. So as you know, it's a small town and a little restaurant, you know, a bunch of little restaurants and, and restaurant people all know each other kind of in a small town. And, and one of these restaurants would open up for a little like a uh, poker night and oh, they didn't yeah. care that anybody was underage. You know, you're all mm-hmm. industry people. And so we'd, we'd go over there and drink and whatnot. And it was like a block from where I lived. But I'd go to this gas station across the street and, uh, you know, pick up supplies or whatever, Gatorade or whatever. I was fucking hungover. So um, <laughs> for the next day, <clears throat> anyways, and I just kept running to this cop at this gas station. And, uh, you know, it's like, I mean, it was literally like the restaurant was here, the gas station was here, and my apartment was right there. Had three times. Anyways, that's, you probably want to edit some of this stuff. I'm, I'm <laughs> never, no, 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 just, by the way. You, you yeah. can skip through. As, <laughs> as we uh, have more and more guests in here, and you being the first, we just want to let everybody know that, Whatever you record is recorded, and I will air it because it's, it's I want you to. Forever. I want you to just realize that this is a place to share with your industry family. Oil and gas cares. <laughs> like was that like a promo line. right I there? That was like a good the, promo. Come in, come in, and share your story. We love have a heart like pulsing on the screen this, right here. This is family, and we like our black sheep too. Because cool most of us were probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. so just say whatever you want, and I'll possibly uh, delete it. Alleg- no, I'll, alleg- allegedly, 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 I'll delete it. You can do whatever you want, man. I'm, I'm not ashamed of my story. You should not uh, be. Amen. So, <clears throat> anyways, uh, jumped through a couple of things. I, I, I had an option to go to jail or move back in one of my parents because I was still 17 at the time. And my mother was living in St. Thomas at the time. And so I said, well, that seems like a pretty easy fucking It's a decision. pretty, pretty place right. to go. So, uh, I moved to St. Thomas, and during this period that that happened, 9-11 happened, uh, and, uh, and I had 
was still 17 years old, about to turn 18. I was kind of waiting to turn 18. Uh, so after, anyways, after that happened, my whole life changed. I changed my whole focus on what I was interested in. I started writing books on Navy SEALs and training in a pool in my apartment building and all kinds of stuff. And Good uh, for you. Tried wow. to join the Navy for like two and a half, three months down there in St. Thomas. And the recruiter was super helpful in trying to get me in, but I had this record as a minor. Uh, and that, that caused me some trouble. So eventually I kind of just gave up and walked next door to the Army recruiter. Yeah, said, Army's hey, all about that. Navy's it's time yeah. to go. And he said, how fast do you want to go? And I said, tomorrow. And he said, I got you on a boat. And he wow. Said, Whoa. I'll tell you, so I had a boat. I joined the Navy, right? And I was gonna. I actually tried to join the Air Force. Similar to you, they wouldn't take me. Yeah. My record was Someone a little too tough, creative. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy, though. And uh, I had to do, what do they call them, all these consignment or something to where they'll let you in uh you know like we all your tattoos and all that you got to write down and then your criminal record you got to give some type of explanation they did let me in the navy but the big thing was i couldn't go be a nuke or anyone with top secret clearance then i get in the navy and they immediately give me top secret clearance (laughs) to go work on avionics systems yeah it didn't make sense but you know that's bureaucracy yeah it was it felt really silly to me at the time it was frustrating to me at the time because i had something in my head i really wanted to go do Mm -hmm. and uh I think I would have accomplished it too, but I just, I, you know, it was fun. I didn't get that opportunity. But what'd you do in the army? Did you go be a sea, uh, cook? So I took no. I, t- I went artillery. Okay. There so you go. Uh, I wanted something combat arms, mm-hmm. and cause of I course, wanted go, I wanted to go overseas. I assumed that was going to happen, and we weren't deployed. No, nobody was deployed at the time. We hadn't invaded yet, but uh, uh, I, I assumed that, that that would give me the best chance of going over. And infantry would have been like a, a month wait or something like that to get through MEPS. Mm-hmm. Really? So wow. Basically, I just took the first job combat arms I could take, I could mm-hmm. get, and that was that was artillery. So. Uh, next day, literally next day, I, I left. Uh, I got on a plane, went to Puerto Rico, did my MEPS there, which is like some, you know, I don't know if you remember that. It's like, well, not hey. in Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico is all about artillery, too. They love, there's no, that little just, island they like to It's just where they did the, like, the, induct. the, the induction stuff. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, did a bunch of paperwork, and, and then they, you know, you do, like, your, your vows and all that stuff. And then, so then they... Um, I say vows. I don't really know what to call it. Uh, yeah, I don't. You're, you're like swearing. Man, we should probably know this. Oh, it's, hey, it's great. It was like really it. cool. It was a proud moment. Yeah, you yeah. standing there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I knew what I was doing it for, and sure. uh, and uh, so you know, I was just just happy and excited to be going and, and serve my country for you know what it felt to me like an, a time where I was at the right age and you know that I had the opportunity to go do it. And, well, we appreciate uh, your service. That's awesome. Hey, you would have been with Chris Kyle about that same time, wouldn't it? Uh, the, the sniper guy? Yeah. Yeah, so he was he was actually, I think, in, I don't know anything about that guy, so I don't pretend to, but uh, he uh, he was in Sodder City where I was stationed, I think in some of that movie that was, that was on there, um, maybe within a year or so or something like that. But I'm Because he was inspired by 9-11 too, supposedly. I think we all were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I was in college whenever that happened, my first year of college. I, I was not. I did not go to school. I was very similar path of Corey where I was partying too much, and then I was like, <laughs> Okay, it's time to Confirm. leave. I can't believe I'm like, older than you two guys. guys. You need to go to jail or leave. It was kind of, yeah, it was one of those, you know, it felt an obvious moment in my life where I was, you know, uh, I need to make some changes. Yeah. And, and it, you know, I used the whole military thing as an excuse to do that. But it felt like, it felt like an, an easy decision to go. Give you some structure. Give me some structure. Also be able to go do something mm-hmm. that it felt it. like felt right at the time. And, um, and, and all of that stuff happened, right? So, right. Like, you know, and I mean, I got, more structure than I than I wanted, but uh, it was it was great. It was a great opportunity, man. It was great. I, I suggest anybody that's interested in it do it because it's keep keep it's saying that my son's about to go gen, uh, July twenty fourth. Yeah, oh, he, he is going. Yeah, yeah. 
He's going up to uh, Thunderbird up in uh, Perry, Oklahoma. For, wow. for what? Uh, I mean, for the military academy they have. Thunderbird uh, Academy uh, up there. Academy? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. That's a good start. If you're, yeah. yeah. you're going to go in the military, it's a good, good idea to be an officer. One <laughs> thing I would say, we can move on, right? So yeah. in the Navy, it's petty officer, right, is the enlisted, and then you have officers, of course, on the other side, but petty officer. I always hated that, but either way. Yeah, term. Yes. Yeah, right. But you can't call a petty officer, sir. And so, but I did by default, right? Someone's superior, you say, sir, someone you respect. No, and I was like, right. hey, hello, sir. Or, yes, sir, I'll get that done. He's like, don't call me, sir. I work for a living. At that point, I was oh, like, yeah. what am I doing wrong? I'd rather <laughs> get paid for my, my mind than physical labor for a, uh, two-thirds of the prize. So so, so what all uh, what all parts of uh, overseas were you Can I, Before we go all the way there, you're telling me you went to Mets, which I did. So I enlisted in Oklahoma City, and right. I did it right here, uh, the whole thing, swearing, mm-hmm. you know, wow. all that here. And then I went directly to boot camp. You're telling me you made a stop in Puerto Rico, and then your guys' boot camp is in California or somewhere else back it's in, in the – It's in Oklahoma. Yeah. It's, but, in, it's, oh. in, it's in Fort Sill. Okay, I Fort didn't even Chill, know. Baby. But how inefficient. So you went from Georgia – in Oklahoma was, was basic training. But you went no. from Georgia to Puerto Rico just to be sworn in. No, and, I went from uh, St. Thomas. Oh, sorry, Florida. Yeah, but, like, your parents couldn't be there or anything. It's just crazy. They sent you there just to get sworn in. And did you get your shots and stuff there, or did you still have to do that back at boot camp? I can't remember if I took all those shots in Puerto Rico. If I took them in, I, I think. By the way, when his choice, he took all those shots. Oh man, there's, there's no, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no denying it. There, it's probably at Fort Sill. Fort Sill. I, is, I would imagine in Fort Sill is where we got them. I remember very, very vividly when we first got to Fort Sill. They take all these people, young kids that uh, wear, you know, whatever they came in, um, mm-hmm. and you have like one bag of clothes that they eventually make you. Throw all away, but no, not my Jinko jeans. Horse trailer, and everybody's standing up in this horse trailer, and they're driving down the road, and then they eventually, you know, what the hell's going on? And uh, I remember just laughing the whole time. Like, there's all these kids scared and didn't know what to do, and I don't know. I just for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe I was just nervous or that's the way I reacted or something. But I just was laughing the whole time. And we got out of this horse trailer, and they just run you out. And they start spraying with these hoses and just start screaming in your face, and they're just calling you. The worst things you can imagine. Dude, my vernacular yeah. grew so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. things that blew my mind. I was like, how have I never put those two phrases together? Yeah. Man, that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good combo right there. I'm going to keep that one. So they're just breaking you down and getting you ready. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole breakdown. Hey, lose your situation. ego. Yeah, it's a teenager. Tear you down, build you up. Mold you. And, and, and the, you know, and model that fits their operation. Sure, oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is, which is, you know, where you get the, you know, structure from. Because mm-hmm. they take everything that you knew or you used to do as a as a as a habit in your day and they just destroy it and then they give you a bunch of new habits. Good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, amen. I mean, amen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was great, man. It was awesome. I, I loved all of it. I thought basic training was fun. Mm-hmm. We had a blast. The camaraderie. Um, yeah, there's a lot of camaraderie and I mean, you work your ass off and you know, you set goals for yourself or they set them for you and yeah. you know, try to achieve them. But it was, it was cool, man. I, did, I got to do a lot of fun stuff. You get to shoot a bunch of guns and throw grenades and all kinds of cool crap. You know what I mean? Did you, were, did you see any, what, you know, quote unquote action while you're overseas? Did you have Where'd to you go? Yeah, fire upon good. enemies? So, like all so that after stuff. Fort Sill, I went to, uh, after basic training in AIT, AIT is where you do like your, yep. your, your, uh, specific job training, which was artillery, which is why I was there. But, uh, and then I got stationed in Fort Polk, Louisiana, which is just outside Leesville, Louisiana, kind of middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Little tiger land, uh, just swamp. Just for for you know miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. Uh, it's uh, um, and I spent I don't know, seven or eight months there before we deployed, and uh, we deployed, um, in uh, I say it was May of two thousand and two mm-hmm. uh, or two thousand and three. I should know that, but anyways, uh, it's it right in the beginning. We kind of came in right after Marines. Um, 
we got kind of we got kind of it's a weird story i like weird the, stories the, the, oh, we got uh our 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 captain it seemed like was from what the story is was trying to make major but he needed uh he needed combat experience to make it and so we got deployed uh groups of our battalion which was the second second ecr got deployed because they were useful in the specific fight that was over there artillery isn't terribly useful for a you know urban warfare type of situation uh, Unless you're in a desolate, I was going to say decimated that urban area. <laughs> yeah, depends I mean, on what you're doing. Plan that out for me. Less, from 16 miles away. Yeah, l- less buildings have to go kick doors in. Um, yeah, so uh, so so, but he he got us looped in our our artillery group into this t- deployment. So we got over there and we didn't have anywhere to live because they hadn't planned on this unit being there. Oh, and so we ended up at this uh, kind of blown out uh, cigarette factory in uh, Solder City, which is kind of like the ghetto of Baghdad. Um, <laughs> Great. And uh, I mean, it's just you know, just miles, and it's poverty as well. Yeah, they, yeah, see. they don't it's have really anything. Sad and terrible, but uh, the poverty just living in whatever materials they can find, they form. Yeah, I mean, and just it's just you know, plastic and rubber burning all the time. Oh, really? And, yeah. Hmm. I mean, just for warmth and yeah, I mean, really? there's, yeah, there's rubber tires and little to no electricity, you know, running water, and you know, I mean, it's just it was, it was awful. It it just sure didn't help that we you know invaded a country, but yeah. it was a bad place to live. To begin you think with. they're doing better now with all their opium sales? <laughs> God. I don't know. That, I don't know that story. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know anything about that. We'll that alone. <laughs> the current events. They're yeah. a pretty big pro, uh, provider of uh, uh, that commodity. Yeah. We're just spinning a little bit of yarn here. But <laughs> don't worry about it. Just kind of gag down it. <laughs> Take that away from. Me. So you were in artillery. Were you in a, a tank or? A, uh, I'm, I'm, so we, we were on an M108. Look how big he is. He's not fitting in a tank. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me they, they have big dudes in tanks. Is there a high? I mean, I'm yeah. You're tall. I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> he didn't have to ride in a tank. You yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, we we had towed uh, howitzers, which are uh, oh yeah. Um, be interesting to show a picture if you know. Throw, I'll find one. Don't I'll Google one. Yeah. I'll pass it around. It's, uh, uh, they're pretty pretty cool things. So they're towed behind a five ton truck, and then you have to pull it off of the truck, and then split the legs, and basically bury it in so that it, it's stable, and then uh, and it shoots 155 millimeter. Uh, uh, artillery artillery ammunition which is uh, pretty cool stuff it's heavy so that's basically our job when you first join the military and you get into something like artillery you just carry heavy stuff mm-hmm. around your grunt you know okay. you just move stuff from here to there and then uh, people tell you what yeah. to do and then you know as you get further into it and, um, you were already born to be in the oil field just uh, that's that, cool, man. Man. it's pretty similar yeah uh, military and, uh, and i don't love the military there you go, man. Man. Uh, so that's that's a that's m108 how it's right there oh wow Sweet. So you can take out a Walmart from like 18 miles. Wait, a whole wait. Are we talking a super center or just the food one? Hmm? No, like, oh, not, super, not a super center. That's a neighborhood or, uh, market. A neighborhood market. So yeah. that was what my uh, drill sergeant told me when I just just joined artillery. We never practice on Walmart, so I'm not sure. But uh, I don't. No offense, to Walmart. I'm sorry. I, I have kids. I'm a, I'm a fan of Walmart. I have children. <laughs> You're just in the toy section. When you all say the time. I have children, so is that like, a, all right, kids, we're here. Get, go, yeah, well, go, get out yeah. Here. Go best child care in the city. Best child yeah, care while I go to the hunting. And Do you play Walmart tag with them? No, no. you liar. No, he tries to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the ball cage. <laughs> so you can take out a Walmart. And so, so yeah, yeah, it was a story. Did you take? Did you guys shoot that ever over there? No, at anything? Not, not, not one time. Not one time. No. So you hurried up so and we dragged them from Kuwait to Baghdad, parked them, and cleaned them basically daily for a year mm-hmm. uh, as wow. well as you know all the other jobs we had um, so uh once you once you get in in like a an area like that a combat zone it's not everybody's 
our infantry or military police or et cetera. You know, what, uh, you know, what town were you in Kuwait? So my son was up in the very far northwest part of Kuwait. I don't know. Like it was like right on the borders. We just, we flew in and out of it. I don't All know. The time. I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Um, he said it was the most boring year of his life. He Kuwait. said he saw a lot of desert driving it's and that's desert, about yeah. it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of nothing. Which is happy to hear from overseas from your military son yeah. in the army. You're like, son. Uh, was nothing it crazy good, today? Yeah. It was completely boring. We hurried up and waited a lot, and nothing happened. Like mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Hunt, awesome. hunting action is a, is a can be an ugly thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's you might be surprised. What you find well, he always told me he's like, hey, so we take these big long trains out of people and equipment, and no one messes with us because mm-hmm. of a lot of people with a lot of guns and a lot of equipment, so no one wants to mess with us. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. I mean, show of force. That's, That's good. A good place to be. Yeah. yeah, and he's ready to go back. He just signed up again. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. How many years? Yeah. Another four. Hey, there oh, yeah. you go. He's he's super excited. How many four, years? Four years in he was well. Yeah, he was in, and then he's been uh, here, like working on airplanes, mm-hmm. and you know, he was like, uh, I oh, is they, he stationed in Oklahoma City? Yeah, I mean, he's here right now, but oh, cool. now he's going to go. Uh, who knows? He he just wants to go back overseas, and I was like, oh, cool. You want to go like. Uh, Korea or Germany, like man, you know, you're getting to that age. Maybe you should go over to like uh, Europe and like uh, maybe East, you know, wherever our bases are in Europe and pretty girls and mountains and beer. Like that's where I want my son to be. Enjoy your life while you're young and 25. He's like, I want to go back to the desert. I was like, uh, okay, there's a lot of guys that want to go back to the desert. Yeah, we need it. He, he loves it. Yeah, you can learn a lot about yourself in the desert. Yeah. He did. He get, he learned to get fit, man. I'm, hey, can he? Can he have since he since he'll him? never ever watch this? I can say it here. Like he might be able to take me now. Like, uh, whoa, you maybe. said that? Well, I've lost, oh, know, Lord. Yeah, I've lost a bunch man. of weight, so I'm just saying, like, it's. I think he and I would have a battle now. Uh-oh. He's four years in the military, and he can fucking take you. No, yeah. he cannot. <laughs> no. <laughs> there it is. Wow. Yeah, there, there it is. is. There it is. He all, and, and it, hey, this was last summer. He was like, good Lord, you have this creepy old man strength. He tried. I mean, like, we were going, like, wrestling, Tussling, and he yeah. was like, Fair I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, they do. They teach you to hurt people. Yeah. Uh, and not, like. You know, we're not freaking ninjas or something, but like that, you know. Like, I think you might yeah, be a ninja. You're, oh, he's a ninja engineer. <laughs> he's a ninja engineer. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sexy. Hey, if you want to buy ninja engineer t-shirts yeah, on Talking Energy Show, now's the time. By the way, everybody, just so if you're tuning in just now, we're talking uh, the Talking Energy Show with Corey Nunez. Nunez. Yeah, we're gonna do. Is that for a commercial? Yeah, this is our. <laughs> There's a commercial in between. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, everybody. This is our <laughs> commercial, yeah, and just uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by right. Trace Management and, and Ninja Engineering. Uh, yeah, we'll have T-shirts yeah, later on. You can buy them on the website. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Before we lose our one listener, Corey, let's get back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And okay. Thank you, Corey's mom, for it's listening. A long yeah, yeah. That little your partner might get in. Yeah. yeah. Maybe listen. If we did invite his mom before we started this, Corey's mom or Matt? Corey's mom. Okay. Super nice. Also, yeah. I was doing some math on my time in the Virgin Islands, and when like he might have, I was like, "Wait a minute, no, he's too old." Okay, we're. Good. I can't believe I'm older than this. <laughs> it's crazy, but I still appreciate y'all's service. That's badass. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Hey, I want to go way, way back again, and I'm I'm sorry to skip, but did your mom ever do like take you to work day? Were you ever like part of the whole midwifery thing? Yes, time, I knew it. One time, I got in a lot of trouble. Of course. And she took me to work and made me watch a birth. And it, oh, I'm just yeah. Probably didn't want to touch yourself for 10 minutes. It, <laughs> it messed me up. Yeah. Messed me up yeah, exactly. How many kids how, do you have right now? Beautiful process. I have one kid. Yeah. I have a 15-month-old daughter. It took you a long time to get over it. It took me a long time to get over it. I'm 38 now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's time. You're ready. Yeah. You're a beautiful man. That luck, That woman, hey, if you're listening, Ms. Nunez, you're a lucky woman. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky she's And we're going to get to it, but, Corey, you had that child right when you pretty much spun off and did your own thing. 
Yeah, right, so, yeah, I recall when you first fired up, and you were you had the kiddo at home. Just you happened. were being dad and dad. That's nah, tough, it's brother. a lot of stress. Maverick. Started, yeah, Mel was, Mel was like six months pregnant or so. Maybe, you were pregnant? Maybe like seven or eight months pregnant. Mel was, my wife, Melanie, uh, <laughs> was uh, when we started Helix, when we left Rome and started Helix. Yeah. So okay. Wow. It was a, yeah, it was a trying time for sure. That was a difficult startup. I'd never been on the service side. You know, I had fairly limited experience in oil and gas in general. I had two, you know, really good engineering jobs and, and down in, uh, in West Texas, Midland, right? yeah, yeah, West Texas with EOG, mm -hmm. which was an awesome company to work for. Yeah, cool. We came up here to work for Round Resources, which is great. Super fun time. Great, man, you guys great had guys. a great crew. Yeah, you guys really did. A great crew, man. You, we, Matt, we Chad, wells, yeah. Caleb. I oh, love those guys. We drilled the shit out of some wells here, yeah. But, you know, kind of overexposed herself, I guess, as a company. And, you know, that's who knows, man. Yeah, that's all above you guys, man. Well, but your little drilling team, yeah. woohoo. <laughs> Everybody yeah. wanted to come see it. Man, and everyone did it, too. Money was flowing in. That was a, that was yeah. a different world. It right? was, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't based in reality or pricing. It was, it was the hope to sell, right? Build yeah. it, and they will come. Anyway, let's go back, and yeah. we'll put yeah. some maybe some markers or something so we're, they can see when we're talking uh, oil field affiliated. I don't know if anyone... No, no, uh, we're well, not going to know that. If we get 50 minutes in, I know we need to talk about TAG. You know? Yeah, yeah so, oh, but... So, I'll so tell you what. what we're so far... From... Like, I want to keep talking. Man, we haven't got to the best part or any yeah. of the... Hey, look, this is the that. Talking Energy Show, and really, we're just here to... <laughs> I know, but we want we got to help out Corey and get his name out there. The, the most important thing is to, you know, to highlight our industry leaders and interesting people in our... Oil and gas industry sector. leaders and innovators. Innovators, and really you're one nice, of them. Nice. That's what it really has to be. We got to not be this that. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, man. Okay. So you're you're stationed over in Afghanistan. Uh, you moved to Iraq, Iraq, and you moved around a bit, bud. And let's move on. Like, so, what did you transition? Laugh. Yeah, from there to. Or unless you got something cool you want to tell us. No, no. Man, no. The hurry up and wait was a no huge. Yeah. Hurry so, up and wait. Yeah, my my son finally explained all that. The amount of money wasted. Well, like I, I find it absurd when you brought up that it's Puerto Rico where you go to get sworn in and then fly back to the United States. Well, the the continental. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just I guess it's just the way it's set up in the Virgin Islands. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah. internet. Well, is that on the is Puerto Rico like a, a major airport you got to go to at any point? Right. You're, you're, no, you're, I flew. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Flying and out of St. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I will a lot. It just seems know. very inefficient and a lot of money wasted. Uh, probably it's something to give. Our government money. does not waste money. What are you no. talking about? Look right. what, hey, look at me. God bless here, America. Right? I'm a financial guy, so I'm always these numbers. <laughs> we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have alternating views here. First of all, everybody here is a Republican. I'm assuming. There we go. So what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> wow. I'm a, wow. Look, I'm a dude. At the, end of, the, at the uh, end of the day, the Talking Energy Show supports oil and gas. There you go. We do. All right, dude. Yeah. So you're you're in Iraq. And then what? You get out at some point. You so served your four year, years. We spent a year there uh, in Saudi Arabia. We come back, come back through uh, Kuwait, fly back to the States. And I got like, I'll try to speed this along. I, I, no, don't, 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 don't ever do that. that. No, don't, yeah, yeah, I, 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 like I tried to do that. I just so, wanted everybody so, to so we, yeah, know we, how cool you are. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, first of all, the Matt Hill I'm hangs not, out with cool people. Yeah, we want to see your we want to see your army <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. No, no. I, I believe we were told from one of his friends and old colleagues. Oh, okay. I can't wait ass, to get to it. Well, I'm guessing your right forearm. I'm going to be curious of what's yeah. on your Oh, right man. Let's oh, find this out. What? Oh, I can't wait. Yes. Yeah. All right. This, this was a uh, – so so funny enough, I had, my first two tattoos were with my mother. Uh, she got tattoos as well. Good I, I mom. Uh, yeah, she's she has a great mom. She's fantastic. Couldn't ask for anybody better. She, she, she's coming so in we next got week. A, we got like an eight-day notice or something crazy like that when we were about to get deployed. And – I think she was living in Martha's Vineyard at the time. Wow. Uh, and got on a plane and right. flew straight there and wasn't supposed to come on base or anything like that. We weren't supposed to see any family. We were packing up, getting ready to go, doing training. 
And she just came on base and was like, I'm going to see my son. Right. Wow. And we had to, one of my sergeants was like, I'm taking my son for the day. And I was like, hey, we're doing training. And she was like, this is I no don't, fucking option. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> this is not a, you know, I'm not asking permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we went off base and we drank some beers and we went to a tattoo shop and we both got tattoos. And, you know, I was 18 years old at the time. Uh, I didn't know any better. I thought it was cool, but I got these two Chinese symbols on my chest. What do they say? Please uh, tell me they mean like, oh, yeah. oh, like, oh you got to show She has no idea. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, I actually, you know, I've never, I can't say I've ever really like looked at the symbol and looked it up on the What? It's, no, wait, wait, you so, have no idea? So, no, I, I, it's supposed to say like to seek and to seize or something like that, like oh, seize the day cool. kind of thing. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's pretty gay, but. Uh, nah. No, it's I not. It sounds kind of gay. Um, yeah, but. Anyways, I was I was young, and, and and she just got a tattoo on her ankle or something like that. But anyways, when I got back from Iraq, she came back. Obviously, uh, when you, uh, you know they do like a little parade or something kind of deal. Oh, it's amazing! You can't wait to see the loved ones. You're oh, like, oh, everybody's crying. Oh, crying! You know, Lots just, of crying. Just tears. I mean, it's, you <laughs> fill yeah. a stadium with tears mm-hmm. uh, from these things. But and it's awesome. It's it's a really cool experience to be honest. When you haven't seen your family uh, in a year, and anyways, same thing. We went out, we got some beers, and we went and got another tattoo. And after Iraq, I got this one, which is Chasing Buddha, which is um, <clears throat> just kind of, it just means like trying to find yourself, trying to find kind of inner peace, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great it's a mess one. over there, and it's, it kind of messes you up a little bit. And Did it? Like, I mean, the poverty, the people, yeah. it's just it's everything. It's seeing something that you never learned or never heard about when you grow up in the United States. I mean, like, you, you, you can't understand the type of environment these people live in. Mm-hmm. and what they go through and so it, it just it changes you a bit you know i mean yeah. it changes your perspective on what's important in life and what's really you know mm-hmm. so most of the stuff we see here in america on the news and all that it's just because we have so much privilege we come up with all these problems that you know, we aren't even yeah, real. you don't think about when you go overseas we love we love problems we love a good but we got good problem solvers too but when you go overseas the weirdest thing to me and i actually i was in nicaragua for a while actually to drill some exploratory wells but the biggest thing that got me that was the, the most third world i'd ever been yeah. uh they had a dictator it's really bad but no carpet Right, I bet you most of those floors were dirt, like hard packed dirt and stuff. Maybe no, toilets. Some, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, heck, it wasn't that bad. Pooping hole in the ground. They don't use toilet paper. They just wipe with their hand and. Yeah. They're left hand, mm. right? No, nope. I, I don't know. It's, about a, it's a right hand. Right hand. And I'm not trying to offend anyone. No, yeah. yeah, yeah let's, let's, any sorry, guys. Just, no, no. Just listen, out it that, is what it is. Just but. pointing out the major differences, right? Yeah. I mean, something so simple as, as a as a toilet in your in your house that you're used to using, and then you go to a place that that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Just. And that it, that would be considered like a massive luxury mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. have that type of like plumbing or running water. Well, they don't also think of it as a waste too. But the sanit- I mean, think of it from a sanitization point. I mean, or a sanitary position. Like, I mean, it's, it's it ravages these the people with diseases and viruses yeah. and all kinds of stuff that we take for granted. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so. I mean, so anyways, that's what that tattoo is about. It's There's several countries short, like right? that, by the way, where they're they're oh, they're drinking water it's all over the world. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so it's uh, unsanitary. Everything about their. Yeah. Uh, okay. their waste. Oh gosh. So that's so. The, hey, that brings that brings up a good point though. Like the reason we're so prosperous is I mean we have abundant, reliable, affordable energy. It's bringing it back. It's a, it's a Just massive. It back. It's a massive game changer for any country to have reliable, abundant resources, energy resources. Well, yeah, amen. But that starts at the top. Like Afghanistan, Iraq have great resources, but their leadership, right? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. There's, there, I, it's not spread out. It's very talk about the politics. Of yeah, we're, I don't think the, uh, I think like on a talking energy show, we're probably going to solve all the world's problems right here. Everybody, yeah, cheers well, to that. We're gonna need another back one to this. Back up to. By the way, if you're just now tuning in, this is the Talking Energy Show, brought to you by Trace Management Studios. 
Night Energy and Winter Mud as well. And tag drilling motors you know what? today. Our guests pour our liquor. And hey, from now on, uh, we should like have parting gifts for our guests too. We should always have it. We should buy a bottle for this and a bottle to go by Hochi. I think you should have a guest bring you. Bring you whiskey. Uh, thank you. Yeah, but not, yeah. So you bring the, the, the whiskey? I didn't, I didn't bring, I brought this one, actually. Okay, you, brought, you did. Yeah. He did. I saw him That's carry that in. I already saw it was here. <laughs> a little lost. He hadn't even heard of it. It's a, yeah. This, place. this is the first bottle of uh, brown water that's ever been brought into Trace by a guest. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were really good. Yeah. I've had <laughs> no whiskey in this building. <laughs> never before. No, never. All right, dude. So, Trace actually, Tower. Those, those are really cool tattoo stories, but I believe you have another one. Oh, my gosh. That's the that, one. Yeah, there we go. No, I want to hear. Uh, uh, well, let's get into the next step of your life. Yeah. Are you talking about a stamp on his back? Uh, has, yeah, not his butterfly. I mean, I love anything anything military. military. I'm ready to go for it. Matt, do you yeah. have a military? So I, I, so I left the military. i say that I, real quick. So, so I left There's the no military. Quick story, so. Uh When I got back from Iraq, I bought a 72 Chevelle. Ooh, oh, yeah. It was yeah. periwinkle blue, and it was fantastic. It was the coolest car. Fantastic. SS396? No, it was not that cool. It was like a redone car i had a small block 350 in it and it was, it was still bad so it was like the malibu style oh, it's still freaking cool beautiful. still bad still Chevelle. bad, still bad. Loved it. it was loud and yep. you know it's the flow masters on it and honestly, i'm not oh, a, yeah. i'm not exactly a car guy but i love that car mm-hmm. anyways i left the military i didn't have any money uh really saved up you don't make any money in the military but uh and so i sold that car and then i went and traveled europe for a handful of months just backpacking around and whatnot and i came back to the states didn't really know what to do. So, so wait, wait, you just tell me how you just all of a sudden you get out. And you're like, you know what? I'm not ready to go home. Uh, did you have friends, or did you just get a uh, plane ticket and passes? just go? Yeah. So, so uh, <clears throat> I never took a vacation when I was in the military, and so I saved up uh, all my leave, and so because it, it rolls over, right? And right. So I took what's called terminal leave. So I basically, ETS or left the military mm-hmm. officially, like on paper, I signed my stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, four months before I, roughly four before I, my my end of term was actually done. Mm-hmm. But all of that was just vacation time. Right. And so what I did is I went to North Carolina and I went to an Air Force base and I got on a plane there because you could fly for free. Yeah. Effectively, you just pay for your lunch. It cost me like $2.50 to fly to Italy. Which is I flew awesome. To Spain, rode to Spain, and it cost me like $2.50. You just pay for your, your lunch, yeah. basically. My sister's wow. done it a ton of times. Yeah. She said it's, it's really such cool. an yeah. awesome for y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got off of the plane and rode to Spain and it was like, a, I forget what it's called, like a C 11 or something like that. I'm terrible memory, but it was the second largest plane in the world, I think. C10? Maybe, and you can fit like a bunch of, I don't know. Everybody's lined up on the story, walls and all that. I don't know, you can fit like eight Greyhound buses in there or something. It's, it's humongous. Yeah, it's humongous. massive. And it's, just a, it's just a cargo plane, but they have some seating and it's on the top. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one on that plane. And you sit backwards too, so you're flying this way. Anyway, it's a weird feeling. There's no windows. So you oh, can't yeah. actually feel where you are or whatever. But those seats are made for comfort. So that's <laughs> yeah. I still want to touch yeah. those. Yeah. And, and, uh, I was on the C2A aircraft, and these things, I installed yeah. the seats, and I'm like, gosh, I don't want to be in these <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting flight. Uh, anyways, it was, it was cool. So I landed in Rota, Spain, and I had I had an acoustic guitar, and I had a bag of clothes, which was my, like, you know, green, like, duffel from, from the military, and I just started, I just walked off base. That's and awesome. I found a... Uh, By yourself? found a liquor store, bought a bottle of wine, I went to the beach, and I just drank that bottle of wine, and then I started my a little adventure in Europe. Yeah, it was cool, so... Yeah. Dude, that's, that's one thing. awesome. I, I just realized I can't find my sea bag. I, I still have one pair of utilities, like some of my my BTUs, I guess it, that you call. But I can't find my sea bag. That's the only thing I want. I don't think I have anything left from. from I got rid of most of mine. Honestly, I only have one picture. Do you have any pictures of your time in the military? I have one. I have a couple of uh, Polaroids from from some We're aging some ourselves. Of the guys in Iraq oh, wow. that we took. But Shake I mean, it. not really. I mean, I'm terrible about keeping stuff. Yeah, me too. I travel light. I try to keep mm-hmm. it that way. I think it. 
uh, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm bad. I'm bad about keeping in touch. I'm bad about keeping mm-hmm. stuff. I just, I just kind of rid myself. Of we, we've we've noticed along your yeah. journey, just kind of like, you know what? You're always moving forward. That's what I can see out of you. I, I try. Yeah. Innovation. So maybe Maverick maybe moving, moving forward. Direction. Maverick yeah. Innovation. How's that not a company? I know. Uh, should be. Maverick mm-hmm. Innovation. Uh, yeah. Well, I just, I'm so far, I'm, I'm yeah. super we'll excited and impressed I know. By we're about to start. It's, it's a holy company. We'll figure hey, it out. Don't worry about it. How much did you love Europe, though? Oh, my gosh, man. Europe is amazing. It's a different culture I've never seen before. I was an Exchange student. People, I got lucky. Yeah, I mean, you, you wake up in the morning and you go and you start drinking coffee, and people start drinking wine like an hour later. Yeah, like, yeah. And they just eat like meat and it's cheese good on for bread. You, like, I mean, you know, it's like sandwich without mayonnaise, and you know, basically, you just you just just tooled around. I I would go to like hostels and stay and meet a bunch of other travelers and stuff, and you know, they'd be going somewhere, and either I'd jump on board or I'd go somewhere else, and I saw bullfights and flew all over, and I mean, rode trains, and I mean, it was it was, it was amazing, man. Just um, you. Yeah. yeah. So I had a buddy that did something similar, but it was, a, I don't know if you guys want, it, it's five no, minutes. No, I, I love five minutes. It's all right. fine. All right. So uh, we have, I have another friend. We're all going to his bachelor party. We decided to do it in Vegas and all the groomsmen go, we're having a blast. And one of the guys meets a girl, one of the groomsmen, a massage therapist. No, nope, <laughs> she was a Christian and a church girl from Germany that was in Vegas by herself. And he marries her by Elvis. Like most no. of the, nice. the, the, this is movies. The dude actually getting married comes back to Oklahoma and, uh, me and one other guy also came back and then two of them stayed there. The other two groomsmen, honestly, the two best men, they stayed there, kept partying and they got married by Elvis. It was so cool because they put it over Wi-Fi. Right, they they video. Oh, so everybody can do it. Yeah, they sent us a link so we could watch it real time. You see one of them just running around screaming. He's got like these mutton chop things on the side of his face, and then of course they're up there with Elvis marrying him. So he marries her, and the the wedding is that weekend. So they'd already stayed there three days too long. So they they come back just in time to get to the wedding, and he brings her. Yeah, it's his new wife. Yeah. So he comes back. No, it's his wife now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, Not his girlfriend. Now it's his wife. I didn't even get a chance to say fiance. When she's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. They skip that stage. She is too. So either way, she lived in Germany and. My buddy, Jared, he's like 38, 39, uh, and he was ready to sell dinner. He'd never been married, and he just met this girl, had a great time with her over the weekend, so they try to make it work. She goes back. Why would you not? And he's a, he actually worked in oil and gas with us. He's out of it now, but he goes out Please there come to back. see her. I need more guys like you in the life. No, he's a blast, <laughs> but he goes to see her over there. He's there for like 24 hours. She hated that he wore a hat, and so he's like... All right, fuck this. What, did he have a beautiful lock what? of hair? Or? No. Yeah, yeah, great hair, sure. Yeah. No, but they don't, I mean, like, they don't well, wear I don't hats, though, right? lock, but it was good hair. Okay, so yeah. when I was an exchange student, one of the funniest things was I, I'm an American kid. I go over there. I have a baseball cap on all the time. And there was a little bit of turmoil, like in Berlin at the time. I think mm-hmm. we went in one of the cities, and uh, they're like, hey, uh, you got sneakers on, blue jeans, you know, your little polo and your baseball cap. Like, you could not look more American right now. Take all that off. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Well, you know, she hated it. That, like, they, within 24 hours, they knew that this was bad. So he's like, all right, well, I already, I don't fly back for two weeks. So he got one of those uh, tram passes yeah. and left her and just, similar to you, just traveled for the next couple of weeks by himself, met cool people everywhere at the hospital. Wow. Flew back and got it in old. He had to pay her some money, though. She wasn't walking away with nothing. So. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like the craziest wow. thing. To, no, so I get this random link because we're all in a group message and we just get a link and you, you know, you're afraid to hit the link. Don't buddies ever, are sending you yeah. a link in a group message. Yes, we do it. Just go with it, Jeremiah. And you see, it's a wedding chapel in Vegas. And sure enough, they come walk it down. That. You click on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, you yeah, watch it. You definitely watch it. But it was a wedding chapel. Just chapel building. of love. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so funny because all of a sudden you just see one of them pop into the the camera. Whoa! He's got these mutton chops. Anyway, that was my little story, man. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so okay. you, 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 you went to Europe. 
So you're in anyways, Europe, you get done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just I travel around for a while and, and then uh, fly back to the States, anyways. Uh, so you're keeping in touch with your mom and your family this whole time. Like, uh, you guys seem I don't like think I, I, talk to I don't think I yeah. talked to him the entire time, yeah. So, wow. We're, uh, yeah. Moms love we're, that. We're close. Yeah, you know. we're a close family, but uh, but you're young. But, and you don't but, understand. But see, son, when just, you're listening to this, a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> they want to hear from you. By the way, <laughs> I sure. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I feel that now that I'm a father. And I yeah, you know it like, now. Now that I just I, want to I, tell I, you, I, like, call me like, all the time. You're going to get this, this paid back to you so bad. <laughs> She's going to do whatever she wants to do, and you're going to be like, hey, would you call me? Like, no. If my daughter does you. any of the things that I did, it was, it was They're going to do 10 times. Well, she could do things. some of them. Like, you've done pretty well for yourself. So, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so I, I just go, I go back to the States. I start just traveling again uh, around. Uh, I do a trip around the United States, and I went from Georgia all the way through the south, through Texas, and then up through uh, Utah, and just staying in, like, national parks and just traveling around. Anyways, went down, and then... Down to San Diego, and then all the way up the coast to Vancouver. Did you have like a um, traveling van, and you were just living out no, of the van? No, I was yeah, in a, the, a Buick. VW. You got the Buick at back. That, at that period, I'd, I'd met a, a girl who I was traveling with, and we were in a Volkswagen. I knew it was Volkswagen. Jetta, and we had a little uh, Jack Russell Terrier, and we were just camping in national parks, just traveling around the United States. It was, so it was fun. Yeah, it was, we got to see kind of all, all kind of stuff. It was rad. Jetta. Miss yeah. Nunez, he loves you more. That was in my car. It was hers. I was just I was long for the ride a bit. Um, and then so I uh, came back to Georgia and then moved to Austin, Texas. And then Austin, uh, I was back in restaurants. I started managing restaurants and, uh, and then started working. Did you, ever, did you ever work in the Magnolia Cafe? No, I know it well, though. Yeah, and I love it, all man. The time, yeah. It's, the, it's, pr- it's, it's still my favorite place I to eat in Austin. Me. Really? Yeah, my, so my it's brother, amazing. my brother's, li- yeah. Yeah. yeah, he works really for awesome. a FedEx. And so I've been going, he left college, I mean, after he left college oh. at UCO, he went down to Austin, Texas with his wife and, uh, they had a bunch of uh, my amazing nieces and nephews, and I get to go down there and visit Magnolia Cafe. I got to yeah, hit man. it every time. You get egg rolls and, and omelets at 4 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Beautiful Ooh. place. Yeah. Man, it's Austin's cool. It's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Austin's a cool town. Uh, I enjoy living there. I, I worked in a, a few different restaurants and then ended up working for a guy. Who, we started, I started managing restaurants, and his, he had an entertainment group, so there was bars and restaurants and all kinds of stuff, art gallery. And then I helped him sell a restaurant. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot. I, just, I helped him prepare for it and whatnot. Basically worked myself out of a job in, in some sense because he <laughs> was trying to sell his assets and we were capable of doing it. And um, and so I found myself basically without a gig um, or anything really interesting to do at the time. I was living in Austin. It was about to be South by Southwest, which is a big music festival there. If you know Everybody should that. go to that, by the way. Yeah, it's, really it's cool. amazing. Yeah, it's multi- like a whole week, they just shut down the whole city. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put a band and everything. You can put it in a you know, garage, a parking lot, a, every bar and every restaurant. Oh, man. So what it's really cool. Time. Yeah. I enjoy the hell out of it. So, um, so I went to San Antonio. I found a food truck on Craigslist. I went and bought a food truck and I put a hot dog stand. What? And so I went and bought a food truck. Yeah. So, well, it was, this, yeah, so this thing was coming up. I didn't have anything to do. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just fuck, sell hot dogs to drunk people. It's, should be easy, right? right. Southwest, yeah, yeah. why not? And I would, I probably ate a, a hot dog out of your free truck at yeah. some point in Austin. Good chance you did, yeah. That's uh, fantastic. Were these so, all beef, Oscar Mayer? Were you picky on this? Uh, yeah, I was very picky on it. Yeah, he yeah, made his yeah. own. No, it's Austin, Texas. Yeah, so uh, I bought. This food truck, I, and, and the guy that I had previously been working for still in a couple of bars. They were up on Red River, uh, one was called Club DeVille. And so he let me put my truck in his parking lot for free for that South by Southwest. And I right made a bunch, made made a bunch of money. We're fucking like, you know, 20 hours a day for 10 days or something like that. But hot dogs. Yeah, just, just cooking hot dogs. Were you living in that thing, by the way, the food truck? No, 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 no. no, no never lived in the food truck, no. It was, uh, 
That would be bad. Wait a minute, are you saying the hot dog ate possibly was unsanitary? No, no, we kept it clean. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying anything Because Austin Health Codes, top notch. I'm not saying that. Our first food truck was very small. Very, very small, like the size, close to the size of, of a howitzer. Hey, was Leslie, <laughs> wait, was Leslie Cochran your cheerleader? Leslie Cochran. I don't know. Oh, Leslie. That's Leslie. Right. I think, I actually think he is too young to have known Leslie. I don't even know who this is. He's 39. How yeah. old are you? Hey, everybody from Austin, Texas, listening right now, uh, Leslie, uh, God bless your soul. Take I care. love Leslie. Uh, my first time to go and meet with Jones Energy down there, oh, and man. Leslie comes riding by me in a yellow banana hammock, and I was like, what was that? Oh, that's Leslie. That's, that's is it, What is Leslie? Leslie was a... Um... Oh, are you talking about the guy who ran from this there? Is a person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He, uh, I think he had died before. Oh. Period. Did he? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. Like, there's he a record. around for many of the years when I was, in, when I was living in Austin. Like, there was yeah, that record store like right home, next to, like... Guy yeah. That I think actually had a nice home or something. There was all these weird stories about Lots him. Stories. He, ran, he ran for mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think... Almost did, won. Did pretty well. There's a collector bird. There's he would a walk around downtown. He's an extremely tan man, skinny tall guy, and he always wore thongs. Oh, and just that's all he wore. And okay. he would well, just walk around and just talk to people. And nice, nice weather do down in Austin. Stuff. He did a lot of weird stuff, but like he'd just be out in like two o'clock in the morning. People would leave keeping bars. it weird in Austin. Just, I mean, he was, he was, he was, yeah. That's cool. Epitome, but he was cool, dude. I, mean, I think, I think I have guy. a photograph he's, of he's, him he's hugging Misty. Did he have no. shirts for like uh, running for mayor? Kind of like no, he just was naked. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. yeah so it's, it's not yeah he used to have different bad. outfits and there's supposedly there's Except a collector there's a collector's doll that you can get that you can change the outfits on that's worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, yeah right. because they the people people put out like that's little not, flyers for him a, yeah he was a bit he was kind of a big deal yeah when uh it was one of those things where like oh that's leslie oh that's leslie but he was I, a big I deal after he, died, he passed okay and i if I, i'd be crazy if, if he can't i hope that he didn't die but i'm pretty sure that i remember that that happened and then like kind of he became like a kind of a hero or leslie something. if you're yeah. still around yeah, he's, he's gone. Really? Oh, he's oh he gone. definitely is. Oh, he's definitely gone. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he's right. definitely I just, passed. I have a bad memory, so I don't want to. Nobody was willing to say. I didn't want to. He passed away very tragically. Yeah. Oh. But he, yeah, he kind of became the Austin hero, like after. Austin's like really my only like second city, just because I go down and visit my brother so much down there. And I family there too. Yeah, I love I love that town. It's always it's fun, man. There's great restaurants. You know what? We live in a capital city. That's a capital city. It's probably like that connection. Like Texas capital city is fantastic, and so is Oklahoma City. God bless America. I take Austin over. Houston and Dallas any day. I don't, and, uh, and only just because of the crazy freaking traffic. Like, I just... Really? People in Dallas... My wife is from Dallas. We go there a lot. Oh, Our parents God. still live there. I love Dallas. People drive like fucking assholes there. No. And it drives me insane. I mean, people will change lanes at 65 miles an hour like and give like what six inches between cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. What you're saying to me is that and they're just better drivers. They're just drifting. I mean, I guess they're drafting. They're Tokyo drifting, drifting or whatever, yeah. whatever they're doing. I don't know. Just... I mean, just chill. Like, I mean, yeah. how, how how much faster are you going to get to your your destination? So well, I, Dallas was yeah. way worse than Houston. Right, I'm thinking like you're thinking seconds. I think yeah. that about that a lot. Actually, is this move going to actually save me any time? You know what? I come to the final conclusion after I've done every conference. Yes, it doesn't matter. I just don't. <laughs> Whatever. He's like yes. But every once in a while, I will make the stoplight. But on a probability, like how often it actually happens, yeah. the, the guy's behind me, and now he's just mad and honking at me. Yeah. <laughs> he's just telling you you're number one. <laughs> number one. Number uh, one. I try. I mean, it's, 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 I, I try. Like an old lady, I guess. I don't know. I just you I back just, you I backpack around Europe and then you get yeah. into like so used to traffic in Austin, Texas. It's a it's a scary time for you at that yeah. time in life. You know, I just so uh, this hot dog truck that you have. 
Like, is it like a competitive hot dog truck or like you guys like a gourmet hot dog truck? Gourmet. Like, what are you doing we, with this hot dog did, truck? Uh, we lit, we called it Simple Jacks. Simple uh, Jacks. And this was in the, that the time period that uh, uh, oh, Tropic gosh, Thunder came Yes. Yeah. We thought that was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we called it Simple Jacks. And all we did was just hot. We did hot dogs and chili dogs. And that was it. And we did fr- we did Frito Pies. So we made chili and we had hot dogs. So we made Frito Pies because we had the chili. Did you make the chili? Yeah, we made the chili. Yeah. Okay. Oh, homemade chili. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are we ever going to see Simple Jacks again? I'm no, just Simple Jacks is gone. Are you sure? Yeah, so, I'm just after, so, after that sound by sound blast, I, uh, we, we made good money. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just try this for a while. Like, we'll just do, I'll do a food truck thing for a while. This will be fun. Uh, and that hot dog thing didn't really like play, or I didn't think it would play out. So, I changed the, the, the style or and the menu of the company into uh, a company called Austin Daily Press, and we did grilled sandwiches and so like paninis, basically. Oh yeah, press sandwiches. I don't sandwiches. like the name panini or the term. We panini. should. I don't know why. I just is there an is, is there an American version of a panini? Yeah, it's called grilled sandwiches. Yeah. Grilled yeah. sandwiches. Hello, That's like everybody. Whip potatoes. They're yeah. mashed potatoes. They've always been mashed yeah. potatoes. I, when I see them on the menu, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not whipping them. I'm yeah. mashing them. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, American grilled sandwiches. So, <laughs> With grill marks, please, please, please come and eat American so, grilled so sandwich. Yeah, so we started this up, and I uh, I took on a partner, um, and she was awesome. This girl Amy, uh, she was just looking for a business to get into, and and so we partnered up, and we started kind of fairly elaborate. We bought a new food truck, much bigger, and more more supplies and accessories and whatnot, and we started doing awesome daily. There's a lot of press sandwiches trucks. to make. Uh, and, uh, and we, we were in the same place down in Red River in Austin, uh, Club DeVille and, uh, and it kind of took off. It was, it was popular. And so, but we couldn't like, we couldn't sell enough to make m- enough money to keep doing it. Like right. we liked doing mm-hmm. it. It, it seems like, it like food costs are, food costs are always crazy. In and you, you couldn't get your price point like. I've seen Gordon Ramsay yeah. episodes enough. So I, I'm starting yeah. to get Man, it's like, it, 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 it only took us 30 cool years. Idea. So what we, so what we did is we decided well, we're going to start delivering sandwiches. And so we hired a bunch of bike messengers that worked during the day. Fixed gear bikes were a huge thing in Austin. At the time. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. You guys know it's Austin. It's fixed gear. Not, uh, BMX bike. No, no, no. It's, a, it's like a road it's bike, a bike with no brakes. Yeah. yeah with what? a single gear. And so you have to like stop with your legs. Yeah. Wait, like, like put your feet down. So you know like when a bicycle, you ride a bicycle and you stop pedaling and it just keeps going. Yeah. That doesn't happen in on a fixed gear. Your feet keep going. Really? Yeah. You, yeah. yeah you're There's like, no free wheel. You're the whole motor. For, for the Which is it's awesome. And the brakes. Really? There was a movie. It's a whole thing. I don't, I, yeah. I don't really understand good? why. Oh, because oh, it's, no, no, because no, no, it's no, Austin, no, Texas, and they have, know, they have engineering. It's like a cool thing, thing at the time. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's what I say. It seems you got to keep pedaling. It's a, Every single well, you thing can, you yeah, do is... you take your feet off, but the pedals are... So already you're thinking about motors and tag in the future. Bring it back. What is that tattoo there? The That one. What is it? That's F equals MA. That's Newton's second law. I got that after I graduated college. Not that one. The other one. So this is Grillamall. Grillamall. What is Grillamall? So I think this is what I was trying to get to this whole time. Yeah, what is oh, Grillamall? No, I, I don't care. 45 minutes ago is fine. What is Grillamall? Hey, guys, if we don't kill... Wait, first, you, hey, you want to give a free yeah. advertisement to Grillamall? Does it still exist? They still exist, yeah. Grillamall in Austin, Texas. Yeah. This Hochentown is for you. Ryan Welcome. Harkins uh, uh, still runs that business. Freaking cool guy. I haven't talked to him in a while. but uh, So they're, they're out in L.A. and they have a couple brick and mortars now, I think. Wait, were they in Austin, though? Is that where you met them? No, I met them... Here we go. Here we go. So we ran this food truck for a while. Anyways, we got this delivery system thing going for uh, bars. Didn't want people to leave their bars that didn't have food. And so we put mm. menus up in their bars, and we made, like, hot delivered sandwiches to their bar stools. Oh, sweet. Okay. No idea. Thing. So 
our, our tagline was like as toasted as you are and we delivered as hot toasted as you are that. we delivered That's our awesome. sandwiches in the onion the newspaper the like you know yeah we know the onion yeah so anyways uh yeah, give people something to fucking read and eat a sandwich and they didn't have to leave the bar and the bar liked it because the people didn't leave to go eat food so uh anyway so it, it took off it took went off. really well was that where you do you put it in the, the porter johns where you got like your advertising no, I mean, they let us put like menus up on the bar did you have to pay them no, how does that no, work they, just, no, they, 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 they loved symbiotic. it because yeah. keep them in the bar those yeah. people are going to leave and go right and and so this this kept them they were just like okay use cool. more energy this guy's gonna sit here and drink beer Talk all night energy. because they can get more a energy now. yeah mm-hmm. and so uh so, so anyway so it was kind of uh the the thing that pushed uh austin daily press along and and so then uh the food network reached out to us what and and we and they asked us to make a video for a show that they were coming up with which was food trucks traveling across the country like battling each other Oh, so are you talking about the food truck battle show? Yeah, yeah. It's, called, yeah. It's, it's called the Great American Food Truck. Yes. yes. Okay, I'm yeah, a food truck. I'm a food network. Like Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you, Corey. Oh, were, this is getting good. We were on the first season of that. So. No. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. It's it's uh, on the screen. Uh, Corey can't see it right now, but it's on the screen. <laughs> yeah, we got to put it right, right, right Yeah, there. I'm gonna go and get it. I thought I put it up before. I was just gonna randomly throw it out. Oh, dude, that's so awesome. So yeah. What? So they, I'm yeah, so, so hungry right now, dude. I want to. We made like two or three videos, and like we were like trying to be all professional cooks and making no. fucking grilled sandwiches, and we were like, "This is stupid." And at the last moment, we had some buddies of ours who were like professional cameramen that did uh, like music videos and stuff like that in, in Austin, uh, and they helped us out for free. And it was really nice. But um, so the the very last like moment, we were just like, "Screw this! This isn't us." And so we basically just drank a bottle of Jim Beam and played Billy Joel and fucking like made one sandwich and just like sang Billy Joel songs in the video and I love Billy can Joel. we find the video yeah you can still find it yes. yes oh my gosh hey everybody yeah. tuning in right now this is a uh, talking energy show oh, Corey oh, Nunez oh, and then just uh, hashtag just, Billy Joel food trucks this was a lo- this was a which song you might as well tell us we're gonna which song was in the video come on why do I even have to search for this white wedding I think it was you may be right you may be right. What is that? You one? may be right. You may be You're a sandwich. Right. You may be crazy. Yeah. You <laughs> may like Town and the Talking thing, Energy uh, Show <laughs> so much. Yeah. So uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember exactly, but anyways, uh, yeah, you can find it. And so the name of the truck was what again? For the yeah, guys, I'm a little the, afraid. The name of the we're company. No, you keep going with no, this. No, I'm a little afraid. We're, we're killing this bottle. I can't hear Corey in my ears. No, we can. Yeah, he's on. He's definitely getting picked up. All right. For those tuning in, this is Corey Nunez and the Talking Energy Show, and we're killing off a bottle of Hochatown. Hochatown. So there we go. Can you hear me any better? Yeah, I'm just a little worried, man. I don't want to do like guys. Don't worry. We're gonna do it. No, Matt, it's all right. It's good. It's good. I promise you. I'll leave it alone. I just don't. Here, guys, everybody watching, watch this. There's a little green bar. Corey, go ahead. Say something. Hello, hello, hello. Well, like no, no, talk like he was before. He's, he's, he was talking like he was before. Hey, okay. Guess what? We're going to hear him just fine uh, at the right. Talking Energy <laughs> Show. He seems very confident. Man. Yes, yeah, I like does. that. I like that. Well, I'll you're confident it. for traveling around the world since you're 16 years old to Austin, Texas in a food truck on TV right now. So we got, yeah, so we got picked up on the show, I guess, the, the getting drunk and playing Billy Joel worked. So uh, they called us and they said, hey, can you be in L.A. in like two days or three days or something like that? We were like. I guess sure. Wait, you got to. I guess sure. So yeah, we had to get a truck. <laughs> Did they pay for it? Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they paid us to do the show. Yeah. It's TV Did money. They? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> so we, so we, I mean, we didn't make any money until we started the show or whatever. But so we had to like, we had to kind of fix up our truck. They gave us some like, because uh, we just had a trailer. Everybody else had these big mm-hmm. fancy food trucks like you drive out in LA, roach coaches, right? Like, yeah. we like an old UPS truck. <laughs> yeah. For anybody watching Letterkenny, Ale. I think we were the only trailer that's ever been on that show. I think they've always done the roach coaches. So I don't know. Maybe they just liked us enough or something. But so we packed up. We had to change our 
our plumbing a little bit uh, in the trailer, so we worked like all night one night. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Just to meet the California code. And uh, tra- and tra- traveled all the way <laughs> the out there, got there so one night, much. and then like started this show or we started up on some hill. And Tyler Florence is the is the guy, and we we go down to San Diego or something like that and start battling. And goes like San Diego, and then um, started in L.A. And it was like San Diego and Santa Fe, New Mexico, Fort Worth, Texas, and New Orleans. Yes. We lost in New Orleans. Boo. No. And then the show went on to uh, somewhere in like Tennessee and then New York. And the guys that we met along the way, the, these guys who own a truck called Gorilla Mall, who were like just cool, heavy metal dudes, fun to drink with, like just awesome guys. Yeah, it looks like Metallica. So, yeah, it's, yeah, they have the Metallica theme, mm-hmm. right? And uh, instead of Kill Em All, it's Grill Em All. Mm-hmm. Grill so, Them All. Yeah. <clears throat> and so uh, we got drunk one night in New Orleans before we lost that show because you have a couple <laughs> days in between. And we all went out. We all got tattoos. And so they got Austin Daily Press tattoos. And, and they Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, hold on. You have their tattoo. Yeah. They have your tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Corey, play that. Yeah. Nice. That, the camera thing. Let's let them see Grill Mall. Don't worry. I'll take a Grill Mall. I'll take a, I'll take a uh, screenshot. Where's Grill Mall from? Are they Austin based? LA. They're LA based. Yeah, yeah. And they're still crushing it out they're there. They're still crushing it. Yeah. So Good for you guys. Austin Daily Press is actually still still running too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, down in Austin, they have two brick and mortar stores. I think now. Because of you. Yeah. So, well, I started it. They. They took it way further. Is that than his truck? Did. If anybody uh, right now is listening to the show and eating at that restaurant, you better call him right now for their motors. <laughs> I'm a, Corey's number will be plastered. If, if you've ever street. even used the word if tag, you better, yeah. you better get their motors. His number will be up there though. So if you want to call him about getting some insurance on his car, hey, so so since since so, 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 so like what's that. your uh, so cool? Yeah. It'll be blinking right here. Here it is, guys. Wait. Car warranty. Oh, Please oh my guys. Guys, hold up. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. He has a lot dude, of warranties. Loves dude. Them. Look at this picture I just found. Look, 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 look. Is, is that some shit? Whoa! Oh, it's here! Look at the tattoo! All right, look at the tattoo! All right, I found it! No one can see that. Young Cory. Oh my god, look at it. It looks, hey, you look. still look like Young Cory. My, my oh, compatriots over here. Fuck. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, what? Hey, those are earned dad. You're so cash there, man. You know what? That's a, you have a beautiful dad bod. Don't even worry about it, buddy. Look at that. I appreciate that. man. Check that out, man. Yeah, Jeremiah. <laughs> You're too man. This guy's skinny. I'm just saying. I don't have the dad bod yet. I'm not a dad. Not yet. You I'm gotta be a dad. You don't, you don't even earn this until you become a dad, dude. So I messed up so bad, and Mac can relate to me. Can you can't, and you oh, yeah. definitely can't. But our alpacas have a lot of hair, and I don't have a lot of hair to play it's, with anymore. It's Lapaca when he yeah, says La, that. Lapaca. 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 This episode brought to you by Lapaca. But no, I just uh, someone forwarded me a bunch of pictures of people getting creative with their alpacas' haircuts oh, no. because oh, no. they grow a ton of fur or wool is what it's called, and we have to shave them every year. Once it's a year. lul. Lapacas are lul. So we just finally shaved them, but I found a lot of pictures where they got a nice side. <laughs> Comb over, and then you got the mullet. Like they've done some creative stuff. A do they have their own well, Instagram we'll page? Lapacas are and lapaca mullets are called lullets. No, did you make one for <laughs> yours? <laughs> well, I didn't do anything cool. Oh, I you did? Oh, okay, I did some cool haircuts. So. I didn't. I didn't think of it, and it's a terrible process. Do you have a Do you have happen. a lull cut? Like a, what is a lull hawk? <laughs> <laughs> I always try to put a bowl on their head yeah. so I can do a perfect bowl cut around. Like uh, uh, just like uh, what the off. Uh, I have no idea anymore. No pineapple tropic thunder. Or no pineapple no, express. No, no. Is that what you're thinking? I had the same haircut as Jack. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we. I don't even. Eventually, I knew we were going to talk about your lapacas. Yeah, oh, gosh. And your, 
First of all, everybody watching business. this, Jeremiah has no, Lepakis. I would like to make a business. They're just, they're just Wait, friends. do you have more than five acres? They're just there. They, yeah. Yes. Okay, they're near farm. They're yeah. just there with a donkey, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And they've, cross, donkey. they've crossbred donkeys and Lepakis. I'm no, trying to. Oh, like, I'm not even trying. They're trying. Yeah. The donkey's my trying. My stepmother has alpacas, and she sells the wool. you got to have a significant amount. Is she around no. here? No, they live in Georgia. I was going to say, because I've got six bags of fur. My buddy Corey Chandler built some really awesome bass lures. Yes. Hey, by the way, everybody watching this, reach out to Corey Chandler. He builds bass lures with lapaca skin. Lapaca fur. Yeah, fur. Sometimes some heart. <laughs> yeah, you got a yeah. little lapaca no, chops. So, you know, I'm trying to have like everything miniature, but if we were going to, like all my animals are like the, the miniature version of the big one. Right. My wife just told me we have a, a mini cow coming. And of course I you do. Abruptly said no, no, but like I, I didn't so want a mini cute. heifer. Do you want a mini horse? Oh, yeah, I do want a mini horse. What do you do with a mini horse? They're me. Right. They're hey, right. Why am I tiny? That guy's huge. Right now, right now, after I want a mini Hochitown and a mini Corey. Right? <laughs> okay, so I can hook you up. My my mom. I, I know this is the weirdest thing ever. My mom is actually the president of the Miniature Horse Foundation. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. She actually okay. sold a horse to a guy that was. How did trained, I just know about training? This? It to be a seeing eye horse. As long as that he's been doing fossil fuel Fridays with me, why do I not know that he's smart? But is that is that really a thing? Yeah. So apparently he flew in from the East Coast, and I guess because the uh, for the cleanup, so that way, like if your dog has to go to the bathroom, right? Like it really stinks. With a horse, it's not that bad. And a lot of times, most people won't really say that much with you know horse. You know, yeah, and so stuff. what's the name of the company? Seaho? Like, Seaho's not bad. I'm not putting that on this. Yeah, no. yeah but the, uh, whatever he says. But yeah, going. <laughs> she literally, yeah, she she sold it to a guy out on the East Coast, and he was going to train it to be a seeing eye horse. Man, I think it's incredible. Uh, yeah, right. It, it's I pretty think, cool. I'd tell you more like over there. Shit. I'd actually like to know more. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll have so, to talk after this. Okay, deal. We'll, we'll deal talk afterwards. I'll, I'll hook you up with it. She was actually at Fort Sill for 27 years. Are you getting? Are you are you about to get a miniature horse for your daughter? I would, I would, my wife and my daughter. Would that's love that's one of our parting oh. gifts, by the way. You get a mini yeah, horse. We have it right outside. You get a mini horse. Yeah. You get a mini everybody horse. gets a mini horse. <laughs> hey, everybody! If you're if you're just um, I just made you famous. You're welcome. <laughs> if you're just now tuning in to the Talking Energy Show, you get a mini horse when you're a guest on the Talking Energy Show. Yeah. God bless everybody. They're flying in. Unfortunately, we couldn't uh, spring enough to have them insulated cages, so they uh, died. It's very yeah. cold up there. Yeah. Thirty thousand. But she does. She actually has a little wagons for them, and every like miniature versions of like a stagecoaches, like everything. It's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. All right. I know so this is way off topic, but I'm. In, I'm I got. Of all is the it, things we've talked yeah. about, that was one of the things. Like, no, like we can always. Weird. That's why we called it, and Jeremiah and talked about this at length <laughs> when we decided on the the name of the show, the Talk Energy Show. Um, everybody comes back to energy, right? Like yeah. all yeah. of the crap we're talking about right now. You know how much energy it takes to feed a horse? The Talking Energy Show, everybody. The Feeding horses energy. worldwide. It takes, a lot, it takes a lot of energy to do all these running, things. You're running your, um, the water. your trailer mm. across America to feed people with the grilled sandwiches. That they need. That they need. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve. It, that it, does it, sound it. really good right now. Yeah. It was, it was fun, though. It was a good time. So you enjoyed the show. Tell us about the show, man. How Was, was it very staged, or were you kind of yeah, able to be? Were they, like, do they, do they give you, cool? do they, the do they give you lines? The reality shows is, yes. it's like, uh, you, you know when you see those cutaways of people talking about those moments that you see live or whatever, right? There's like a bunch watch, of people so, talking okay, and they're yeah. arguing or whatever. That's not our show, but I just mean like I'm referencing like a I know exactly Real Housewives or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And they cut away to some girl that. sitting there drinking a martini and saying like, that bitch didn't, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, like that's like two days later. Okay. Yeah, or at least that's how it worked in, in our show. So yeah. like mm-hmm. you would go and do like all this live stuff where you would, you know, they tell you, hey, you got 500 bucks, go shop and go sell and you got this many hours and whoever has the least amount of sales, you get, kicked off and then two days later you're sitting there talking about these like cutout moments that they're trying to like highlight mm-hmm. and it's 
and I, you know, I'm, it's, I'm not an actor. I don't want to be an actor. And, and they've tried to get you to like get into the moment where it's like, you know, you're into it yeah, because you want to win already. I'm so mad about mm-hmm. this thing that I saw, you know, or whatever. And it's just like, you know, I, I wasn't good at that. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I can't. You weren't mad about the cheese price no, in Fort Worth, like, Texas. Hey, tell us about this thing that happened and you guys got all excited about. And, and in the moment, I was very excited and they caught it on camera, right? Or whatever. And, but two days later, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I remember. I did a lot of stuff. I've slept in two days, and I really need to get back to making. All right, yeah, we did good. Yeah, Yeah. cool. We won, you know, or whatever. Like we didn't lose. So uh, they're the winners. It was it was that part of it was tough, and I would never ever do something like that again. Really, it was a cool, cool experience. You don't think you could take your motors across the United States of America and like compete? When I was in college doing petroleum engineering, they actually called back and asked if we wanted to do like a. They wouldn't do like a reunion year, like the best. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that's cool. So you were impressionable. I'd already, I mean, I'd already sold the come. I told him, like, I can't do this. But also, you know, I wouldn't have done it again. Really? What did you hate about it? I, I didn't hate it. It just it was it was an experience that I. He's always late. moving forward. We've well, already established. Yeah, yeah, already, always, yeah, like, I already did that. It wasn't worth reliving. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or changing my path to, to you know. Oh, yeah, I was already on a whole other you know. So you did a food truck. Adventure. What happened with the food truck? Came to an end. What happened? At some point, well, so, Corey's no, like, let's do something different. So because of the publicity of the show, like we got really popular, really busy. We were making good money, and, uh, and pe- you know people were actually like seeking us out at that point. People were like, you know, mm-hmm. the travel to Austin, yeah, the house in California, house in New York, because it was on the Food Network. Yeah. Right. And so with a few guys, three guys from uh, Florida State University came and reached out to us, and uh, they just graduated with their business degrees, and they wanted to buy the business. And so, whoa! Uh, and so we negotiated a deal, and we sold the business to them, and they still they still own it, or at least I think two of the three of them still own and run it. And so now they're two brick and mortars, and I think they still use the trailers for, uh, you know. And when you go and when you go out to the brick and mortar, do you get free? Food. No, because the people who work there don't. Know. Uh, yeah, but, no. I mean, I, this I, is I, the guy. This is to, the guy. The I'm happy to pay for a sandwich. Yeah, uh, uh, that's still be cool. But you know, the hard, hard part about that, they need that sandwich. Yeah. yeah, they need that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I mean, and, and uh, I try to go there at least every other time I'm in Austin. I'm, I'm not oh, that's cool. that often, but I have family there, so I do go there sometimes. But we I should call ahead and get you like a, an appointment. And be like, uh, no. they're, the original is coming back. No, we need, you know, we show up with a bunch of tiny horses. And... Maybe right at the Oh, man. So that was, my mom is one of those crazy aunts, and the big crazy thing. Aunt. Yeah, or aunt. I say aunt. aunt. You got to say aunt. Name. When you say crazy, you say aunt. Aunt. Uh, so my mom is that weird one that brings the the vibrator to the wedding, right? And oh, the that, gift. Not, not just random vibrator, right? This but, is for bag massage sorry, only, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, Anybody sorry. watching this, bag massage But she's only. that person, but she, she got me a blow-up doll. So what do I do with this blow-up? I'm the only one on this podcast ever going to keep this PG. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. But she gives me this blow-up doll, and I got these alpacas. That G rating just so went out the window. Light bulb. I was like, I'm going to get these alpacas. I'm going to mount this into the alpaca. Of course you are. It didn't work. No, you didn't They're have a la- Lady Godiva kind of esque. I didn't have the, the right seats. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Sorry about that. Man. Uh, well, you, so you got to use the seats that are made out of the uh, carpets. Yeah. yeah. They've got plenty of hair. There's a lot of pack. I don't know. It didn't look, work. It didn't work. I look, tried it. Lapaca and... Lediva. There we go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So, I, I don't need <laughs> thank, Hey, Corey, thank wow. you so much for yeah, being yeah, on. Yeah. The Talking Energy Show. The talking Corey okay, Nunes. so bringing it back. So you, tag no Motors. Energy, yeah. 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 So, the guy gets. We're talking about your energy. Tag Motors, by the way. If anybody doesn't want to tag Motors, everybody. So, you sell it to the three guys. What's the website, actually? Yeah. What's your website? Tag. Tagdrilling.com. Tagdrilling.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. We could harmonize a little bit. 
Okay, yeah, one, here two, you go. Three. All right, wait, wait. Are we one, just doing that? Two, Can we go on three? One, two, three. I was just going to let you guys do that and just find out. You got the sexy voice, man. You got to get in on it. I'm embarrassed. All right, let's start it out. Don't ever be embarrassed. One more time. We got sexy voice You're a first guest. That's happening. You got to go low. Are you a bass? I'll be a baritone. Okay. I'll go up high. It's usually me. I'll let you have that one. The two baritones on this side and the two. Tenors. Tenors. Is that what it is? Is it? It's not bad. If it didn't work out in the drilling sector, we yeah. another round. We'll try. Yeah. Oh, hey, Justin Timberlake's gonna hit me up. Let's finish this. Yeah, yeah come on. We got it. We have a lot to go, boys. All right, all right, gents. Okay. okay, so you you got some partners. You got the food truck. You're like, all right, I'm. What you were doing? You had a lot of publicity. Sales were great. You're time to get out, or what happened? Yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. I didn't, I didn't care for it. It was just a, it was a fun job for a while. Uh, it's not something I wanted to stick with, uh, but uh, it was fun. I mean, we got to uh, uh, oh, wow. travel across country and do a bunch of stuff. Killed the bottle. It was, it, was, it was great. So, uh, so no, these guys approached us. We negotiated a deal. We sold the company. Uh, I think it's cool that the company's still open. I think it's great. That's so, awesome. Man. We built a sustainable idea yeah, for mm-hmm. a company, and, and they, those guys people. carried it on. And they did, they did a much better job than we did, to be totally fair. They, they started like doing their own meats, briskets, and all kinds of stuff. And uh, making their own cheese. And all, I mean, like all kinds of stuff. They went real deep into it. Well, that's so, great. Well, they yeah. had a great. They already had a great platform. So yeah, there's really something to be said. A foundation that. that we built. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. So yeah. they knew that they had the customer yeah. base, and then come in and yeah, do some optimization. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. So uh, it's always nice to see that uh, it's open. So anyway, so sold the business, and I didn't know what to do with myself, and so I said, all right, well, it's probably time. I was 27 at the time. I said, you I did know. all that before you were 27. So I said, uh, I'm going to go back to school. And so on your wait, own, wait, you never you went to school, right? Well, it, no, uh, he did. Well, you got the second education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no advanced so education. I went to Austin. He has a degree in many things by now, oh, by the way. I, I went to Austin Community College and uh, I started cooking breakfast at a, at a like, real fancy hotel, uh, Hotel St. Cecilia down in, in Austin. Real cool place. It's cool. Um, and they like do a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of like real famous art, you know, artists and stuff that come and stay there. And so I got to meet a bunch of cool people. But, um, but, uh, <clears throat> so I did that just to like kind of buy time and, uh, I started at Austin Community College and didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I just took a bunch of random classes. And so I took like a history of religions and a philosophy class and a, Going deep. um, and, a, and an algebra class and, a just, uh, gosh, I can't remember the other one. Anyway, I took a handful of just random things and, um. And I really liked algebra, and I was surprised by that. I didn't remember liking, I mean, I've been through a bunch of shit. I don't remember liking math, but I enjoyed it, and it was fun. And I had a, <clears throat> didn't really care for some of the other, like, heavy writing classes. And I can't spell for shit, and it still it's never changed. Uh, You're good uh, at grammar. math. Grammar. Yeah. Engineers and math. That's so, all you have to worry about. Buddy. So, yeah, I had an algebra teacher who was who was really cool. And, uh, anyways, these were, like, night classes at a community college. But, anyways, he kind of reached out to me at the end of the the entire class after the whole thing and was like, look, man, you, you got, you got something here. You should probably look into like engineering or something like that. And so I literally that night Googled highest paying engineering jobs. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. Google for Corey Nunez. And, uh, and it brought up our industry. And, yeah. And it said petroleum engineer. And I was just like, okay, cool. And uh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> so I just started, you know, searching down that and realizing what the curriculum needed to be for, if you're going to like finish your first two years at a community college. And so I just, I just, did all of those classes and they're cheap, you know, you pay like 200 bucks a class or mm-hmm. something like that. So I just paid cash for mm-hmm. all my classes. It was great. I got to do a, two full years of my college of just 
you know, pay out of pocket. And that's uh, great, by the way. You don't have to go to a five-year or four-year degree program at OU or something. Go to OCC. See, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll get Rose, I did the same thing, Rose. I, yeah. So I got yeah. a, a bunch of my basics out of the way. You save a ton of money. It's great for the community. Community college, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Go to community no, college. I, I, support I had a great teacher. One hundred percent. Some of my best teachers I've ever had were at community colleges. Yeah, no, some of the hardest classes. Austin Community yeah. College. No kidding. No I bullshit. learned. And I, I went to a learned. bunch of their different mm-hmm. campuses. I went to four different campuses for different classes for the two years. Holy crap! And I mean, and they. I mean, so I had some of the best teachers. Uh, I mean, and, and Colorado School of Mines is an amazing school, and I enjoyed most of all of my professors there. But, I mean, I some of the best teachers I ever had were at community yeah. college. And it's like 200 bucks a semester. I wish I would have known. Wow. For whatever reason, I didn't. So I didn't really realize that I could save some money because I was paying out of pocket myself. Yeah. And uh, so my second year, I was like, oh, wait. It was actually, I didn't have the availability for classes at where I was at because I was having to go at night, right? Probably similar to you or I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was going at night. Yeah, yeah so, but OCC, C had it. And so I took a lot of classes there. And I was like, wait, this is way more economical for me. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same schedule. Yeah. yeah. The day, once you start working, nobody asks you where you've started your college yeah. career. They, they, they know where you ended it, right? Mm-hmm. And then that yeah. gets you your first job. And then your next job is based on the last job, right? Yeah. Like yeah. people forget about the chain of events mm-hmm. pretty quickly. You don't need to have started at UT and ended at UT. Literally, in no way do you need to. No. Like Jason, uh, Jason Goss, one of the principals of Trace. Trace he did, management. <laughs> he did his first two years at OCCC. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, where do you finish at? OU. Okay. Yeah, okay, he got a right. from OU, but that was something. He was working on a, a Brahms farm here, and he had to pay for his own school and whatnot, mm-hmm. so he went to O Triple. He was at the Brahms farm? Yeah. Dude, that's hard labor, man. Uh, actually, well, that's He not, just milked cows. It's Jason. That's his thing, dude. No, he loves milking that. cows. Yeah, that's, he loves that life. Hey, anyway, dude, sorry. So you're in Austin. He's going to come, come up apologize. here and murder me. Now, I'm not 100%, but the Colorado School of Mines, I think it's in Colorado, so you're in Austin. Yeah, so uh, I followed this path through, um, and I'd met some petroleum people, um, you know, along the way, one of the gas people along the way, some petroleum engineers, and uh, and, um, and then, you know, realized, like, this is, seems like a pretty cool path. I like it. They seem to all love their jobs. Uh, I want to learn more about it kind of thing. And so I focused on that at OCC, and I just went straight for it. I, I like, took, after that first semester, I knew exactly what I was going to do, and so I just dedicated to it. And I ended there with a you know four or whatever, which is it, I would say that that's like that it's it's not that hard at a community college. Oh, hey, 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 hey. it, 4.0 is four point own it, man. That's so awesome. I, I got the ability to go to uh, UT A and M and Colorado School of Mines and went looked at all. That's of those. out of state though, right? Well, you, did Whoa. you get your GI bill for all? So this? because of, yeah, yeah, because I'm a veteran, then they give me in state, right? So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So at, at Colorado School of Mines, yeah. So they gave me in state tuition at at Colorado School that's of Mines great. because of, because I was a veteran, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And so we, we t- me and my wife went and looked at uh, those campuses, and so I mean, all, all, we were already in Austin, so UT was obvious. But then looked at A and M, and then looked at uh, College School Months. So we flew up there and looked at that for uh, uh, the. I'll be right back. Is it flowing through? Grab some ice. I'm gonna grab ice. That's what was that goes. Okay, and then Jason's office under his desk, Got and it. maybe some brown water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and grab something to eat too. <laughs> Grubhub, it'd be great. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah okay, so, so you went to so you community so, college so, to just, UT. Yeah, well, no, no, no. So I just went, we went and toured some some uh, some different campuses. And okay. You already knew Mel, though, huh? So you've been with uh, me, and, me and Mel have been together a long time, like 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for sticking with him through all of this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for today and thank you for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, I've got 17 years, so I'm about to be on 18. So, so um so yeah, we uh, and, and we we went and saw Colorado School of Mines, and it was just this, you know I was, I was older at the time, I was twenty seven. Not that that's old by any means, but it's significantly older than the average student at yeah. that day. And it was a small campus, and it was focused. It's an engineering 
basically in, in geology based school. It's you know it's small. It's like five thousand students. UT is like fifty five thousand. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a huge difference. And and we were at like the foothills of the mountains, and we were like, man, this is fucking perfect. Like, well, you well, got let's the Coors get... Lab. You haven't even brought up the Coors Lab. I know yeah. it was pumping, blowing and going yeah. while you were there, right? Yeah, Coors Lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, way. Get, it's a little yeah. bit slowed down now. So, they, they, is it? Yeah, yeah you got wristbands and all yeah. this stuff. So yeah, we used to get three free beers a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So if you go take the tour at the Coors Brewery, which is right across the, sh- the street, you know, ish from from the Colorado School of Mines. Um, it's like a couple blocks, but now I know uh, why all these Colorado School of Mines guys. So you go take this tour of their whole facility, which is really cool. And then at the end of the tour, you go down into the basement. It's kind of a basement, I don't know, it's lower floor. And uh, and then there's a bar there, and they give you three free beers, and you try whatever mm-hmm. beer you want that they make. No. And they have some like micro brews that they buy or let people work in there anyway. So, but then they have like you know, Coors Light, whatever. Uh, and you get three free beers, but you can take the, what we call a short tour. And so like you know, everybody that lives in Golden or goes to school mines knows you just go in, you ask for the short tour, and you just go straight down. And you go straight to the bar, and you get three free beers, and then you just leave. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah, awesome. But, okay, but how do they always... monitor your three beers, though? How, how do they monitor your, your three beers? By, by trust? Uh, God, no, monitor no, it's like tabs or something okay. like that. So you'd have a wristband or something like that, and they would, like, mark X's on it or okay. some, some crap like that. I can't, so I can't I'm remember. A, well, I'm going to go back to the School of Mines. Like, I've always been told, like, that was, like, so prestigious. And the reason why it was so small and everything is, like, it's hard as crap to get in there. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I was, I was lucky to get in. I mean, to be honest. I, that was with like, some, I, was with some, I went to school with some people who were, like, blew my mind how smart they were. Like, right. That's, what, that's how I don't I, consider myself that intelligent of a person. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm trying to brag on you because these, like it's hard to get into that, and so I mean, I, I'm just trying to let let people know like type it's, of people that I went to school with are like capable of like making Facebook or something, you know? What I mean, or like some crap. Cold they were just like inc- incredibly, incredibly smart people, and so I was lucky to be around them. Just like in golf or anything else, you kind of play up to your competition, right? So yeah. oh wow, it helped me I think be a better student and learn more and 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 you know. Uh, ingest as, as much of the information that I was being fed uh, as I could because I was around such, you know, intelligent people. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great school. I mean... So how long were you there? Uh, so I did like two... Uh, it took me like two and a half years there okay. because some of the stuff that I did didn't quite transfer, so I had to like do a couple of classes. So but did any of your uh, military credits transfer? No, I didn't. Not, no, no, I didn't have like anything. Like your PE or something? No. Oh, well, yeah, so I guess... Yeah, so that, that is one thing. <laughs> so I didn't have to do any like physical activities which was kind of silly because those are actually things i wanted to do right like, i know it but like those are things i was excluded from i didn't have to do like a, like a soccer team mm-hmm. thing or something like that which was like oh are you I'd fast to go play fucking soccer yeah like, if you're yeah, if you're yeah, fast you should play soccer what's your sport by the way right now right now I just, if, I if you could play a sport now. because you're a dad so you're gonna have to play a sport he's frisbee yeah. golf frisbee golf so i grew up playing soccer i played soccer my whole life oh no way uh yeah and so i used to like I, I was on a team that we traveled around the state of Georgia and, and neighboring states. And, and That's what I think of when it. I think of Georgia soccer teams. Yeah, Not we, at we all. Were, we were we were hot and hit. I mean, I, I played for almost thirteen years, and wow. uh, and we we were good, man. We, uh, we were. Were good. you a forward? What is it? No, no, I was I was a full. I was I was the very furthest back. back person. Yeah, sweeper is what we call it. Sweepers. Yeah, I know that's right. Different terms for it, but. Uh, 
Yeah, so I, I was the furthest back defensive person. Yeah. So, okay. My, I, I know, like, I know, co-ed indoor yeah, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like co-ed indoor. Yeah. Oh, so sports. the defense and uh, and then you're like the last line of defense too. If if uh, if, if you know if, if the other team breaks your he defense. he just mentioned something. He, there is an indoor soccer. Yeah, there's a man. That that half, most of the Woolfield in Oklahoma oh, is dude. on the OSSO like sports teams. Yeah. Well, Jeremiah and I were on a a kickball league. So if, yeah, if you're in oil and gas, like please join us. We like to do oh. sports. Like we usually do a uh, oh volleyball tournaments and uh, this is oh, that's why I'm a little worried about your glass. Actually, your glass is gonna be fine. Off, yeah. Yeah. You guys asked me to get ice. You weren't specific. Well, and no, you did good. And we normally have all the right size uh, glasses, but it's uh, hey, did you do the math? Okay, on this hey, if anybody would like to sponsor go. our uh, our glassware, <laughs> yeah. Hey, can uh, you here do, we go. Hey, Nunez, can you do the math on that? Hey, this is this is the bottle I got <laughs> a fistful of bourbon for <laughs> Jason Goss. Hey, Jason, if you're watching right now, thank which, you. Uh, we we appreciate all the uh, yeah. bourbon under your desk. Yeah, thank you. you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to mix that. By the way, so he oh, can't. That, he, that man can sniff it out. Yeah, he's going to come get us if if he finds out that we uh, took his bourbon. He's not in, so we're good. Yeah, we'll drink it and we'll replace it. Probably not. Oh no, <laughs> I will. Anyway, so absolutely, we will not. So we're we're in Golden, Colorado. Oh, I love Golden. Yeah, it's a great town, man. Beautiful town. Beautiful town. You guys aren't town. even far from Red Rocks. I bet you saw a lot of concerts over I there. I never saw a single concert at Red Rocks. Oh, Dude, you're I'm breaking my heart right now. I, always, I, I meant to go a million times. You have it on your bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were right there. I think me, you, and Matt Little should go to Red Rocks. Hey, we just had a friend play at Red Rocks. Hey, I want in on that action. No. Just me, you. I just said me, Corey, and Matt. Because we don't use fuck on here. So I'm, I'm going to mouth it so no one knows what I just said. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Do not say fuck on you. That's right. Don't say All that. All right, dude. So Golden, Colorado did not make it to Red Rocks, which is a staple. But he became an engineer. Ninja now, ninja. Now we're getting somewhere. We got a ninja engineer. Ninja ninja ninja. ninja, 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 yeah, I can't even do it. So you're, you're in Bol- or Golden, and you're like, all right, gee golly, I got a degree. What do I do now? What year is this? Uh, I graduated in 2016. Whoa. Oh, dude, so did I. By the way, did you? I was the old guy. Yeah. Hi. Oh, I was the old guy in all my classes. So, no, I graduate like I I get up there and like I'm at the front and I'm at every single person in that whole town was like looking up to him, going, "Oh my god!" So Ken laughs here. He graduates this weekend. (laughs) I walked the stage this weekend. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Yeah, I got my BBA or business administration with minor in ethics. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I want to. I want to run the company that you guys are like the engineers. Uh, Like that's that'd be my thing. Yeah, I think I think it's never too late to. uh, And that's just like a silly thing to say. It's never too late or whatever. But I mean, I mean, I truly mean that. Like, you can just do whatever. Because you're on a path to like learn more. I don't like when people say like a short blah blah blah. you know, pick something that you love and do that thing. You'll never feel like you work a day. Wait till you're 46 year old. You're silly. like, oh man, I'm halfway yeah, through. I, just life is pretty long, man. It's pretty, it is. Well, I tell you, it's pretty long. Pace, have, pace yourself and do all the things you want to do. Oh yeah, uh, I don't just, think I'm gonna make it to F1. Yeah. I actually had that conversation. You are. You're yesterday. I don't know if you guys watch that show on Netflix. No, but, no uh, idea. They started seven years old and they're pro racers okay. by so, 21. See, well, that's fair. You might not make it to like F1, F1, but you could do F1, a bunch though. of. For those watching right now, Jeremiah has his own race. He has his own racing team. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing that. My theory here is not that you can do whatever you want. Like all of us could be president because that's not realistic. But together, you could do something in politics, Mm -hmm. or you could do something in cars, or you could do. But you could also do something in cars, and you could do something in education, or you could do something in finance, or you can do something Mm -hmm. in oil. You can do all those things. Just pace yourself. Mm -hmm. Pick a thing, do that one thing for now, and then when you need a new thing. 
Pick that. This is where I love your story, by the and way. And then that's what we're going to take. You that really have, right like, no, I'm going to do this, yeah, and he goes able. and does this. Yeah, you just yeah. get there. You do one thing at a time. This is incredible, though, because just being going back that late in life, getting your engineering degree, and then let's 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 keep going. But I know it's He has always been it. like this. Like, yes. I'm going to do this. And yeah. Go and, do but it. But then goes all out. Like, so you're like sorry, probably like awesome, the best just, dad in the entire like I cannot wait man, till your kid poor daughter hey. <laughs> my wife was just out of town <laughs> so that's different like if the wife's out of town like babe then, I'm so sorry uh, for the I things say, I do I did not get I did not get daddy okay, here yeah I'm just gonna put this down here I did not, I did not <laughs> get daddy here award and uh, she watched more uh, Coco Melon Coco Melon is the best show it's the best show but she watched a whole lot more than I are you guys into Dave and Ava. Just saying, Dave and Ava Ava teaches kids like the ABCs and the one, two, three. Dave and Ava's. What about Einstein? Baby Einstein's. It's okay. Dave and Ava, Coco Melon. I started. I started forcing her to watch Disney movies like uh, Frozen and Moana. And yeah. She's too young for this probably. They're you guys com- had your... But it's yeah, good for us. So ours, dads, is, ours is 20... Yeah. <laughs> Canon's 22 her, months. I can tell if I put that on, she'll listen to the songs but like do other stuff. But when I put Coco Melon on, she is frozen. She is sucked yeah. into it. It is like I can see... Her do you know... The gears? gears? Yeah. The gears this year, So Canon does like... And you guys know, you know, from being... But it's like... Canon goes... He says like the... He says the song, the and I know that hey, you want to go watch Coco Melon, or you want to go watch Dave and Ava. Yeah. So I'm sure she like sings you like a little piece. She, she'll go grab the remote off the couch and Sing bring it to song. me and hand it to me like yeah. this. Uh, or she'll come over if I'm in the kitchen or something like that. She'll grab my little pinky and she'll drag me into the living. Isn't room. that the best? Like uh, when so your kids start dragging you around, like I want to do this. Like which you got it. Which you're wrapped around her. You like, like she does that, I'm like. Well, I gotta put it on. I, I gotta yeah. put it on. And then she's not gonna do this again if I don't. You no. Know? Yeah. yeah. And I want her to keep doing this. Like, tell no. me what you want. You know, like, yeah. No problem. No. So, anyway, sit next to me. No doubt of your show. awards, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying, yeah. Uh, no. So, hey, get out of college. You got a job yet? Have we got there. So, yeah, so I, he's always had a job. Get a job. Uh, being Corny Nunez. So, I, so I, Corny Nunez. Uh, 2015, I interned with EOG down in in Fort Worth. And an awesome experience. Uh, wait, wait, wait! How'd you get on with EOG? Like that's that's big time, man. So I, uh, I just I just ran into him at the career fair, and I career fair. So there was a guy I can't remember his name. He's a production engineer at the time. I think his name was Blake or something. He's a super nice guy. But anyways, I, I was just dumb and walking by their their station at the career fair, and I didn't really know how important one of like the internships was at the time. I had no idea. And he asked me if I knew what EOG did, and I said I don't know who you guys are like and he was like well, <laughs> and you know and, and you're supposed to know that it's zog right like, yeah, yeah you're supposed to know those Where, yeah. and all all the other students in my class were like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> i just don't in ron willing guys talked right? to him for a little while and he was like you need to come to this uh this like info session we have afterward just come i'll put your name down so i went to it and he's like okay we'll do a we'll do an interview whatever and so they and did an interview and then like after the and they called me like less than five minutes after i left the interview what? and we're like, hey, we'd love you to come do a internship. And this was, you know, things were still okay at the time. It's 2015, things were coming down, but they weren't like crash yeah. necessarily. So the next year was pretty bad when people were finishing school. It didn't have uh, 2016 jobs, was horrible. I'm trying to remember what was the year. Uh, 2015, things started going. 2008. Bad. Well, nothing's not nothing's bad. The second one. With, I, yeah. There was a bad one. When was it? In November or it was late October. OPEC came out and said, hey, we're gonna open the spigot. Yeah. I, I can't remember if that was 14 or maybe it was 16. It was I think it was 15. I know we're young, but gosh, these ebbs yeah. and flows are Not a lot more yeah. Well, they come closer together, right? Like mm-hmm. that, the waves. Before, like, you know, when we were George Bush, like old school George Bush, right? Like, oh, they opened up the spigot. Six months later, 
shit hasn't happened, right? Like, it doesn't, you know, nothing happened. You were just like, okay, whatever, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, God, you know, oil is crashing, everything's going terrible. And then now it's like every three months, six months, you know, like, shit's hitting the fan. You're like, they turn the spigot on. Oh, Facebook. Oh, they turn the spigot on. Oh, my God, everybody's going crazy. You know, I mean, that's what it feels like, right? You know, and it's just, They make it feel that way. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, everyone's, you know, everyone's more concerned about the price at the pump, you know. It's like, oh, the pump, you know. No, that's, hey, that's a good indicator. Yeah. It, it makes people realize, like, hey, this all matters, right? It's, like, it's you go and, like, feel it. Yeah. Though, right? like, yeah. It's not, it's it's not a, a very good indicator of what's It's a horrible no. indicator. That's not the indicator at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that... <clears throat> It's got yeah. The the price at the pump is a is a political play. There you go. By, by, right, that's but it's always going to be. Lost. Now that we know this, like know we should probably something that affects the daily. Like, but it affects the yeah. Day. No, so that's they're, they're selling that it is to what you they say in a certain way, right? Like it just it's it's not terribly important if if gas. I mean, it is to the average affordable energy for your vehicle. If if gas is two dollars and ten cents or two dollars and forty cents, does it like really affect the average family? I'm not talking about like you or me. I'm talking about like the average. I don't think so. Well, what I worry about is a single mom. Talking like a dollar. Your mom was single, right? You had a single mom. That that thirty cents when you're filling up with two gallons and you get eight miles a gallon in your car. I was I was thinking like when the Buick Regal, the Buick. How much how much did the Buick get? Oh my god. Hey, it got like that was like that was like seventy five cents a gallon. So by the way, the first time my 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 driver's license was suspended. Was in a Buick Regal. That's why I brought it up earlier. No, I don't remember if it's a Regal. I, hey, I had a Buick Electra. In our story, it's a Buick Regal. Well, I just had Buick a Buick The maroon Buick Wait, Regal. Wait, so you had a four door? Did it have the windows that came down and it was like all one open up? I don't think so. Okay, he rolled he rolled down his no. windows. Back See, in ours was a blue Buick Electra. That's my first car. Baby blue. I drive stick shift. Oh man, but it had a four fifty. But my uncle, I bought it from my uncle. Right, it had a four fifty five rocket in it. So it was like this, like massive boat, but that was like what you would use to like basically make it go down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a four hundred five rock rocket. Yeah, four fifty five. Is the engine? Yeah, that's oh, the engine. Okay. That's the size of the engine. Yeah, that's a massive motor. Because you could get different motors if for those cars. If there's yeah. car guys watching this, tune in to Rocket Motors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you can just join the YouTube channel. I mean, it was you know whatever. So uh, so EOG was kind to you. Oh, they were great, man. I loved working for EOG. It was a, it was an awesome place. I got Dang immediate, good like uh, immediate massive experience when I left school and went out to Midland and started with them. I started in a facilities group and did like a couple of months there, and then started in the drilling group and uh, immediately went to the field. Uh, you sat you sat spent, on a rig. Yeah, I spent uh, four or five months out on a rig, and then a bunch of the engineers they had there had left or quit or like got another job or something like that, and. Uh, and they were picking up at the same time, like the Delaware's really picking up right, right. then. And so, then the Midland so they brought just me back into, into the office. Yeah. They brought me back into the office, and they gave me a rig. And I, you know, I mean, I was, I was seven months out of school or something. And you were like, like uh, running an <clears throat> engineer of a rig, and I was just like, this is incredible. I'm, you know, getting all the experience. I, can. I mean, I'm just taking everything in. It was You're fantastic. both feet in. And uh, yeah, and we were just, I mean, you know, we we're drilling great wells. We had awesome company man, awesome rigs, and awesome rig hand. I mean, we had. Thank we you to the guys in the field. Every, Thank uh, you. Yeah, I, I mean, it's all to them. I do anything i didn't drill any well they drilled the wells i was just you know trying to design the, the yeah, best thing i could of course you know you want to see everything succeed design, you know best you know well plans together and et cetera, et cetera. and uh and uh and then you know like three months later i got a second rig because we were i mean we were picking up fast and we didn't have the engineers was that, that after the baskin purchase it, it, who'd they buy they bought a huge landowner out there you're talking about yates yates, yates. i'm sorry so yates. Yeah. hey you know what's great okay so, so the yates stuff like exploded us right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So, Side note, uh, my wife's family, Yates, by the way. No. Nice. No, 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 no. Wow. Not like last name. Oh, Hold on. Yeah, I like okay, yeah, 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 no. So all this was just a tax write-off. The Perine here. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, PJs, PJs for everybody. Uh -huh. If you, hey, one, of, one of the uh, parting <laughs> gifts is a PJ. If you come on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I loved working for EOG. It was awesome. I liked Midland. Uh, my wife hated Midland. Hated oh, she didn't oh, like the trees. I love Midland. There's like so, they're four foot tall. No matter where you go. Six or seven of them. Yeah. There's. Uh, hey, one, by the way, great frisbee golf course in Midland at the college. By the way, do you have to wear Birkenstocks? To yes. Go on? No, but you have to smoke weed. <laughs> no, we don't wear. Hey, we don't wear Birkenstocks when we play frisbee golf. We plant our feet in the earth. Earthing, uh -huh. something like that. Earthing. Yeah, you get rid yeah. of all that radiation. Yeah, yeah. I get all. I, I get the radiation out of me. Yeah, uh, I leach yeah. it into the soil. So what is this when you add it into you? No, I actually I wear I wear sea turtle boots. I'm just saying. And I don't know if you can talk about this, Corey, but you can. It, it seems well uh, about EOG. Their company is decentralized. Like their business yeah. units, are they in charge of their own path? Yeah, it seems. I mean, I was I'm a, I was a pawn. You know, I mean, I'm just a little guy over there. You know, it's not like I, he just came I on. I don't that know point. the structure that much. I mean, I spent uh, you know maybe two years there or something, but. Uh, I mean, it was, a, it was an awesome place to work, and the guy who ran our division at the time, Ezra Jacob, is now, uh, you know, in Houston as the president of something in that company. And oh, so in the se Eugene, Seemingly yeah. likely to take over as, you know, uh, CEO at some point. And, and world domination. Super, world guy, and gas, world domination. That guy's story is nuts, man. Like, that guy started as a, as a geotech, not even a no. geologist, yeah. geotech at that company, and is likely to take over as CEO at some point no. in his career. Just a and a, just a rock solid guy. I mean, yeah. he was he was awesome to to be around. Um, knew what he wanted out of people, knew how to get it out of people, and he was, he was a hell of a manager. Now I don't know if you would call it innovator or whatever, but I think they were kind of the pioneers of saying wherever we're working, we're going to be very close to the bit with our technical staff, right? Where yeah. they're uh, they're going to place people locally where the bit's going in the ground, yeah. the engineers and everything, right? Uh, yeah, uh, they were a little bit more ahead of a lot of companies of saying, all right. If we're drilling in Midland, we're gonna have or around Midland, we're gonna have. We're looking like we were, a, we were really drilling like two and a half hours from Midland, right? Like yeah, it wasn't really in Midland, yeah. And so, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you're you're very close to the bit <laughs> yeah, in Midland. They had a lot different than me. They had a, it's like Larry Davis in uh, EOG, Oklahoma, right? Like Western Oklahoma, like all the rigs that I was going to see, like you know, you just knew that hey, those rigs were powered by EOG, Oklahoma City, in that mm -hmm. little office right there. And then he does the same thing now at Basin. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's a complicated thing, right? Because. Uh, you know, from a company standpoint, I understand that they want people to be as close to their operations as possible, and that makes sense to them. And I, th I don't think it, it doesn't make sense. But the, the problem is, is that no one really wants to live in Midland, I know. right? No, I, I, from, <clears throat> what are you talking about? There's oh, so many people who want to live in Midland. Beautiful in Midland. You have to, yeah. you have to I love Midland. incentivize them to be there. So you have to incentivize people, mm -hmm. and so that was something that they struggled with, I think. And that that wasn't an issue for why I, you know, the problem was was once you were out in Midland, you really had to spend a significant amount of your career there before you could yeah. move out. And I got a call one day from my wife, who was she's from Dallas. She was visiting Dallas, and she said, "I think I'm pregnant." And gotta go, uh, baby. And she said, "I'm not coming back." She was like, "You need to figure this out." She's like, "If I'm having if I'm having a baby," she's like, "It's not going to be a Midland." And so, well, she's, she's really she's a, and yeah, you're just like, "Yes, I am." She's a nutritionist and dietitian by by schooling, and she's oh, wow. extremely healthy and. Uh, and she's clearly aware of like the toxicity of the water and air and stuff in, in Midland. She was like, I'm in all kinds of stuff, you know, very elaborate things to keep our home like self safe and healthy. But, uh, yeah, she was just wet and have it. So, and literally like the next week after that, the Roan call came. And so there's nothing toxic. First, what are you referring to? Just someone's going to ask, I'm going to go ahead and ask, uh, what are you talking about there? 
to in the water. Yeah. yeah. Why are you saying that so, you had to have this filtration and stuff? Oh, there's like everybody there's, needs water filtration. Everybody should have water filtration because your city is not filtering your water very well. No, I know they're not. Yeah, so, is that all it was? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's that, just, and, and then and in particular, Midland has a, a historically terrible water system. Yeah, I mean, but if well, you think about it, there's no natural source of water there, right. right? So, I mean, most civilizations end up around yeah. natural sources of water: rivers, lakes, except and, for Midland and, and Vegas. Oceans and, huh? Vegas, yeah. Midland. Well, maybe. Vegas is no natural. They, Vegas is now they do. Yeah, I mean now they do. Yeah. No, it's not natural. They force no, it's, it. It's, oh it's, yeah, they're redirecting water. They sure. don't have near enough water. It's there. pure yeah, beautiful that's water. Side note: Everybody talking energy show is all about pure beautiful water. If this is coming off that I'm knocking Midland, in. No, 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 we're not. No, 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 it's, just, no, no. Well, it's not what I think. Just First of all, this is this show is all about honestly talking energy show. Well, yeah, yeah. I just if, if, if you say talking, something like that, that's going to pique someone. I got to ask the question of why you were worried about it there over here. Or is the water the same here? My my yeah, water in Edmond is delicious. Here. The water in Oklahoma is actually better than Dallas. I yeah, mean, that it's water fantastic. here is actually really good. Yeah, yeah. We've got a wonderful shale play that it filters through, which is amazing. I'm drinking tap water right now. Yeah, tap water. It's a or is it the limestone? That, what, what is it that it's going Lime, through? Limestone would be a better filter than air. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful yeah. tapstone water. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shale would not be a good filter for water. <laughs> I think it should. <clears throat> um, yeah, so anyways, I, I, I'm not knocking Midland or... No, we love Midland. No, no, yeah, so... I, I, I enjoyed no, working in Midland. Great. Midland was so fun to work there because Midland. it was so much action. Mm -hmm. Like, there was... There non-stop. Was, it was non-stop. And this was when there was, a, like, a downturn. You know, I was in 2016, 2017, and I mean, it was... And part 2018. I mean, it was a downturn, and there was still tons of stuff to do. Like, yeah. You were not bored. There was a lot of work. There was... Mm -hmm. uh, and um, and I, I know a lot of people got hit hard in that, in that downturn, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, as far as... For me, where I was like, you know, trying to grow my career and my understanding of the industry and whatnot, it was, it was, it was good. It was just uh, when I got the call from my wife who said, "Hey, you gotta figure something out. I'm not going back to Midland." And then this call came and said, "Hey, <clears throat> you know, the guys that I was just working with at EOG went out to do this thing in, in Oklahoma, and they said, "Hey, you want to come with us?" Mm -hmm. I said, "Okay, well, that's three hours from Dallas, and it's better, you know, geographically a better place than than Midland." And, and so your I, wife I, said. This is where you're going. <laughs> so yeah, initially, yeah, so right. I gave her the option, and she said, uh, we, "I said we can stay in Midland, and I can work for UOG, or we can go to this new thing and and see what happens." And she said, "Let's go see what happens." Awesome! So, Yay! Yeah. So my wife's the same I'm, way. I'm She's like, taking risks, so, yeah, yeah. whatever. Why not? She's like, yeah. as long as we're together, I don't care. It's like, let's yeah. do it. I was like, eh, all right. Yeah. So you got a good one then too. So. Oh, she's great, man. That's awesome. Everybody in oil and gas, including you, Jeremiah, I met your wife. We all uh, kicked our coverage. No, that's an understatement. Yeah. I, I like things he married up, though. No, your wife. No, you're married the up. only one at this no. table that says Out kick your coverage yeah. is your turn. We apologize to your wife right now. We'll apologize She's for not you. She's going to watch this. Yeah. 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 So sorry. Wife. Golly. My wife might watch like six, one six or two seconds. seconds. She's going to be so enthralled. She's going to yeah. stay. Oh, she, my gosh, she Corey. Knows Corey's story, but he said the whole thing. She's heard my story. Yeah. It's so cool, there, dude. Yeah. It's so cool. Whatever. So you, yeah. get, you get to Oklahoma. What you think? Fuck it. Well, you'd already been here. You, you, you were in the so no, Fort Sill. I've never been, been to Oklahoma City. I mean, I driven through it. You know, on thirty five, whatever. Never through. Never uh, stayed. And I actually thought it was man. I, it's my initial experience here was like awesome. I, it's like this city is great. It has freaking no traffic. It's got like great, like cool little neighborhoods with. Uh, Play cool restaurants and stuff, and like there's live music mm -hmm. venues, and there's you know like lots of business areas, and I mean I was just like this place is freaking great, yeah. Like, and you can get around, you can get from one side of town to the other in like 15 minutes, very efficiently, very yes. efficiently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is, it is uh, completely different. Thank Man, you, John Kilpatrick. That's huge to me. I do not like sitting in my car. Like, <laughs> I do not like sitting in my car waiting to get somewhere. Like, have you spent much time in Tulsa at all? 
No, like Tulsa would be. A couple of times. I love Tulsa. Tulsa's cool. Kevin DeLay would be better. It's really good for that kind of a deal. I'm not surprised that you ended up in Colorado at some point. Like, it seems. Denver's cool. Denver, all of my business trips to Denver, fantastic. Yeah, they're fun, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love it. Good. Good. Go up to the Flatirons and hang you, out. What, this is what you love liberal cities for. It's mm-hmm. like their restaurants yep. and their like, mm-hmm. hotels. and their fun That we that. power. Like, they do these things very well. Yes. Right? Like, and, enjoy, enjoy that. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And we, and so we're, we take, it takes all kinds. We all need to like work together. On and stuff. we're glad to supply energy to those areas, right? We'll supply all the energy. You guys make good restaurants. Well, they me an awesome eggs benedict. Everybody, I'm just going to plug if, if you're not a member uh, yeah, yeah. yet please join aade and that's the american association of drilling engineers and go to denver go to the conference the symposium go to the yeah. symposium you, boards are you, on? you probably need to 10 aade api, API on and on yeah yeah no yeah. it goes along that's got a long list go go to aade that's events. why he doesn't have any hair yeah i'm i'm stressed no no not right here with you guys but if you ride around on lime scooters in Denver, Colorado, you're gonna be a happy person. You were gonna be oh, a yeah. fun trip. Right? Actually, I know it doesn't make sense since it's centrally located and so landlocked, but I had some of the best oysters in my life off of. 16th. We we know where to go. Mm-hmm. Denver, go. yes, yeah. dude. Oyster, oh, yeah, oyster, well, he flies them in. I heard. He yeah. flies yeah. Them all in the every best, day. all the best restaurants I've been to are pretty much in Austin, Texas, Denver, Colorado, Oklahoma City, cities. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. no, they, they really, really are. Have the best they don't mind spending yeah. money oh. on that stuff. Beautiful. They really don't. Yeah, yeah, like it's a private jet that flies. Has value. I'm so I'm so happy. Corey's a foodie. Like, I just right. like, I want to take yeah. him to restaurants yeah. with me. And hey, see he needs to come to breakfast with us yeah. at the Neighborhood Jam. Oh, Neighborhood. Oh, I like Neighborhood Jam. Yeah. 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 Every Lo- Wednesday Locally. You are invited. I am inviting you right now. Oh, okay. Keep cool. it okay. local. Deal. Keep it. So Neighborhood Jam, I'm a fan of just because. They're a local? Yeah. Well, not just that, but we also want to make sure we buy from locals, mm-hmm. right? Oh, like absolutely. Produce. Vegetables, you know, all, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Furniture. I am like too. Staying local. Yeah, yes. Right. Man, yeah. And something to think about. Because it's, it's significantly better for the environment, if you think about it, than yeah. uh, focusing on, like, organic or whatever right. or something like that. If you just focus on local, which is generally, you know. Be- because I'm a landlocked, like. Uh, but you have more water than any other state. Yeah, that's true. Shoreline. Shoreline. But I, I don't mind wearing a pair of sea turtle boots, but I want locally sourced eggs. Just saying. Thanks for that. I'll log that away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will do nothing with that. I don't care. I don't care. I'm struggling I'm just, with it. No, no. So this is a, <laughs> like, I don't know where to go with this. Things it's okay. Something that is important, though, uh, that you, we David. kind of alluded to with the food, but think of your service companies, that, too, and hopefully some bigger operators. EOG, we love that you put a building here. Ovented, you could use a building here, but like, yeah. source locally, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Pinnell, source locally. Yeah. Matt's Pit Stops. These companies, source locally. You know, think about it. Uh, help out the local environment. can only help out the operators. Well, Trace, kind of Trace is local. How long have you guys been around? 92, so... 92, uh, 92 years. See, no, 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 no. <laughs> Since ninety two, <laughs> well, we were eighty two. Mm-hmm. Winter mud was eighty two. Jeremiah is ninety two years old. Everybody, <laughs> I just that's amazing. Classic work. Unfortunately, we are lagging to Texas, but we get a lot of services out of Texas. But there's a ton mm-hmm. of service companies in Oklahoma that need that love. Think about you're, you're keeping the money local. There's some of it. This city will will blow up. It's going to blow up. It's going to how? So my because we're a sec we're a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Because we're in the we're in the South. We're uh, we're we're not diversified by any means. No, you don't need to be right now. What are you talking about? Look at Austin. You'll get diversified, or say you. We we will get diversified. How? Yeah, because I like being diversified. Yeah, we're the last. Austin is full. Dallas is full. Houston is full. There's nowhere else to go. Denver is full. Please come to Oklahoma City if you're all about diversity and all about bringing people here. Yeah. So okay, Matt Pinnell. 
Matt, Matt Pinnell, our, on, our secretary. Years, years, okay, I'm going to jump on his. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I why, can help with why this. Why wouldn't it be? Well, I'm going okay, to you know, jump on his bandwagon. He is, he's 100% right, and I've told my wife this a million times. I've met several CEOs and presidents, and they're, they're flying their families to New York no. or to Austin no. to find high-end fashion, no. things like that. Like, it's something that's real special, yeah. right? But they're not doing it here in Oklahoma. We don't have that here. We will. And so, like, our basketball players, where are they going to go shop oh, if they want to go high-end? Like hey, right? thank you, Thunder, for being here. I mean, it's, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I love it. Louis. Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, thank thank you. you. You're very welcome. I very much, yeah. thank so you. Fan it's one of, of those. It's one of those things that I I see a Louis Vuitton. I see the bigger no. companies. What? That could we're going to create our here. own. We're going to create okay, no, Oklahoma okay. Vuitton. It's okay how we're investing in Oklahoma. We're what 42nd in the nation for. Hey, listen. All that aside, no way. I'm not going to beat on us. You just man. had we're a movie best. company move here. Did you yeah. see that? Well, they do a lot in Georgia now too. But they just bought out the big people leaving Georgia right now. Yeah. Hey, if you're in Georgia, please come to Oklahoma. They yes. Yeah, they no, I saw that. Coca Cola reversed their opinion now, right? Now they're like, ah, we're proud of our statements. Uh, and I read the tax. Did you read that yeah, law? In all circles around there. I don't yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. I read that law. It wasn't bad. Hey, we we had an episode of Fossil Fuel Fridays, Ken and I, with Matt Pinnell. He's like, did did you know we need we have five about about four point three five yeah, million. Yeah, we have we have approximately five million people in Oklahoma. We need double that for what. For the state to survive, just not just no, survive, just like yeah. prosper. For what? Yeah. What, what industries do we have in Oklahoma? Everything. No, we don't. Yeah, no, no, we, we have don't. agriculture. We have some aviation. We have oil and gas. And when no, oil we and gas some, dies, we have a little bit of stuff. Dell's here. We have, we have some. Dell's barely. Here. We we yeah, want people. We want people to move here. What we do have is we have two major colleges that have a ton, a ton of different degree programs. That I mean, it's it's I mean, yeah. it, it is uh, like we lost out on the Tesla easy. deal. I pro- I, Once. Tesla didn't have a chance. This will be easy. Once. They weren't coming. Yeah, here. they weren't coming here. They didn't. No, tell, they didn't. Well, because Tulsa wasn't one. the place. Oklahoma City was the place. Should have been. Tulsa. Oklahoma City Tulsa. is the Tulsa place. Hey, dead. if you're well, a company, then, move Amazon, to Oklahoma City. Amazon's an interesting one. Like we lost that out originally. Hey, look, they're building a second initially. building. They're coming but, here. We're but literally that, located in central United yeah, States. By having a hub here, it makes but it I, the I-35, I-40, come airport, here. You have two you know, yeah. interstates running directly through it, mm-hmm. like major interstates. I mean, oh, and then we have the major Bring your business to Oklahoma. Bring can, to Oklahoma. Where, where Corey, how are we investing? I'm, I'm very confident. Okay, this is a very passive thing, by the way. Yeah, I'm like, I get excited about Oklahoma. Tell me what we're doing. You guys tell me what we're doing. 15 years, this will be a major city. Why? I agree. What is going to drive it? I agree. Is it all oil and gas? No, it will not be oil and gas. Wait, is it going to be agriculture? No. Everything. It's going to be a diversification. Yeah. When, when are we going to start doing that diversification? Well, you're not going to do it. Now. I'm not going to no, no. do well, it. No, no. Well, we as a state, when companies are we start will decide it? whether they want to work here Is it or just not? because of oh, low yeah. cost to, to have a building It's low cost, but it's, but it's not a drilling motor company that gets to decide how, how, a, how a company like, or how a city is That's a formed. But if, if a... If a you know, it doesn't have to be Google or Amazon. If Snapchat decides to be here, or why would they like come that? here? Snapchat, why, please don't come to Oklahoma. It's less expensive than California. Yeah, but we don't have less expensive than New York. And why wouldn't you have the people? You have two major colleges with IT, with like with business because they have, because they have podcast studios and, and trace data management. scientist programs. There's all kinds of programs here. At, at these uh, people are all leaving immediately. I, I, they're leaving because there's no jobs here, but there eventually will be because there won't yeah. be jobs anywhere else. Well, it'll be cheaper for the business to move here. We'll probably give too many tax breaks that we'll never get back. I don't mean to get like excited or hot about this, but I mean, I, I, there's. I hope you're right. There's no. no I, I don't want to be wrong. There's no more room. What we're doing. It's just the logic is that there's no more room in Austin. It's just because there's nowhere else because to go. No, the there's going to be a lot. Hey, so Oklahoma's moving to Lapacas. Work or something like that can't afford a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar home, mm-hmm. so you can't live in Austin. So it's literally yeah. not for anything we offer necessarily, besides cheap real estate, because no one wanted to come here. That's before. exactly right. It yeah. starts oh. with real estate. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it absolutely starts with real estate. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's, I understand that. It's ouchy and helpful at the same time. No, well, I heard. I get frustrated when I look at this. 
it's just I know, politics. I know. Yeah, it's politics. So like, what yeah. are we doing for a future? It's like we have our teachers revolting, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, they, 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 hey, our teachers sure, did not like oil and gas for just one minute. I don't know that, but I would look at the talent that's here that I have access. And I like think you have a ton of access to talent here. Well, they're a lot of left Houston because they engineers could transfer to other disciplines. We just got to find places for them to go to. I love Oklahoma. I want us to do more. I only bring this up because I'm questioning what do you guys believe we're doing? I want us to do more. I want to. I'm willing to pay more in taxes for us to do more to grow. I Jeremiah. I will never pay more taxes to make you happy. Okay, tell me why you wouldn't run for office. Why I wouldn't? Because of his. Well, I will tell you. Because he has other things to do. I have a record of yours. Have a bad. Yeah, you do. But you seem you seem like you want something to change. I want. I very much. And I'm happy about. You want something to change? Make a change. I know. I thought about it. I thought about it immensely. I was going to, but then change the mind, change the world. That's right. Stephanie Oh man, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. By the way, and all the people that back turned supported her and told me to hold off because they were supporting Stephanie. I'm a huge fan of everybody in office right now. No, yes. well, yes. Tapstone. Yeah, he works for Tapstone. No, I, I think he owns it. Doesn't he? Ma- no, he, no. But CEO? I'm not. I'm, no, VP. he's not. He's their VP of technology. VP. Stephanie, technology. I'm sorry. IT. Well, he's our IT guy. Uh, I like IT. But Stephanie, call me sorry. later. It's okay. Sorry, Corey. I'm not trying to play footsie over there. No, they're they're awesome. Jeff Vice is, uh, is awesome. So the Vices are great. They're doing great things. I'm so happy she's in the capital. Yeah, she's of the country, good looking out for Oklahoma. I just I hope we're doing more, and I, I see it, and I hate to be negative. I just, You're not I'm negative. Just either, well, I'm not being negative. I'm being real. I hate saying I just because, because we're we are all Oklahomans. I'm from Okeen, Oklahoma, Woodward, America. You can't rush, rush it. Why is Houston so much further than Oklahoma? Is it because they have a place uh, they that started have longer ago? Way yeah. longer ago. Time, longer. And they're way bigger. Just, we should face have, yourself. Face yourself. Face yourself. Yeah. When you're president See, I, of the they, world, I told the same Jeremiah, thing. you'll be president of the world. Don't worry. We're, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna be the guy behind, behind the curtain, behind the curtain. That's the IMF. My wife is texting me, calling me. No. Yeah, you yeah, should put her on. Oh, put her on. on. No, no, that won't happen. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. It's the third or fourth time she called. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Hey, all right, guys, before we get too far away, tell us about TAG. And Ta- we will, we hey, will really, for real. Us, tag. Tell us about TAG, because I love this. I'm, I'm an ex directional driller, and I want to drill you on this. Tell me what you're doing. And why you guys I'm just a mud guy that takes care of it from the internal out. You know, just Winter like, mud. The real, the, real, the real simple idea is, is, is this is that, uh, a lot of operators and. Um, a lot of operators have moved to a different directional drilling program where they where they contract their own DDs because mm-hmm. they're sick of moving around every time they fire a directional. They want a little more control. They got they got a new DD, so they they want some little consistency there. And so then they have a directional company that does or doesn't necessarily have all the motors they need, but they've got them basically for their MWD and their DD hands. And and sometimes and a lot of the operators right now are renting motors. So. And there's a there's a great need for rent good quality rental motors on the market right now. There just is. There just there just there really there's is. not enough good quality equipment on the market. I can a lot of people are having to go to mm-hmm. companies that they don't really want to go to just to just to get the motors that they need. And so and the prices all this right? the, the prices are, are ridiculous. And the and the reason behind that, and this is like a kind of dirty secret, is is directional companies don't really make money off of anything but motors. Yeah. Uh, and that's really the dirty truth of it. And the thing is, is that they're having to support the rest of their company on the price of what they're getting for their motors. And so for us, we thought, man, this makes perfect sense. Like we logically can see we can be a small, tiny, very intent, uh, super focused company. It just as one thing, just motors. And we can do it so much cheaper than everybody else because we don't have to support a whole like directional company. Overhead. Tell us about your fleet. Are you doing even wall? Do you got uh, mud lubes or so, sealed bearings? Tell us about your fleet. So, no, we do all, all mud lube bearings. Mud lube. We, we partnered with Tomahawk Downhole uh-huh. on 
uh, lower ends, and we went to all titanium flex shaft transmissions. We're trying to do a very intent, intentional, long-term business. Like so, we're trying to <clears throat> build our fleet to last, yeah. right, and to yeah. be the the right fleet for you know what changes happen in the market, right? So we're a very small company. We're not going to be, you know. In the slumber days, yeah, like that, right. Like, and, and not yet. We don't, not need, yet. We don't need yeah. to, or ever want to be. We don't need to. It's not. We're well. We can be a very successful company being small intent and focus and doing our Tag. thing, right? Like, and so <clears throat> we're we've we've sought out you know the best power sections and the best elastomers that we can for the whole sizes that our customers are focused Corey, on, right? So like, so you know, it's it's it it, it can be even while how many elastomers can you like? It seems like there's three manufacturers of there's uh, three major manufacturers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because and I work so for PV, yeah. Dynadrill, and you got uh, yeah. Abaco, yeah. right? Right. Three major like open to the market elastomer mm -hmm. manufacturers, right? But you you know you have like Innovi who makes their own and mm -hmm. Baker Hughes makes their own and etc. So um, it, all three of those companies are great. They are. Yeah, they all they, they all do a very good job, and they all do a very good job at different things. Mm -hmm. Is the thing. It's, it's not they don't do one thing perfectly. Uh, so like you know, Dynadrill doesn't own the market on seven inch motors, and their elastomer is it perfect for all of their configurations? And so sometimes that uh, you know a, a, some high speed seven inch that works great for Dynadrill. Their their slow speed motor doesn't work as well, right. so we go to PV or to mm -hmm. go to Abaco or something like that. So our our job because me and Matt are both Matt, Matt, really Matt, Matt, Matt Little Matt Little Matt Little is a freaking boss. Yeah, yeah. Matt is awesome. awesome. Also, he won the PTR downhill one time. Just so you know, that's yeah. a inside joke. Matt Little is a is a GM up partner. He's yeah. the best business partner I could have ever ask for. I mean, he's he's the guy's dude. He'll call you like twice a week yeah. and just like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, like, he's very, he's very good with people. He's better than me with people. Yeah. Oh, come on now. That's no, he's not. Come on now. So, love seen, that. I've love seen him with sunglasses and fur. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. We've never been together a while now, and, and we very much learned what, what we're good at each other, or what we're good at, and what the other person is yeah. good at, and we let each other do the things we're good at. Mm -hmm. We don't jump, you know, we just let each other do the things we're good at, and that's... So where's Matt at today? He's Matt's, he's Matt's, down here. Matt's tearing motors down. So right Matt now. Matt worked with Corey at Rome. Rome. Yeah. Was he XEOG as well? Or, no, huh? he was Lynn Energy. Oh, okay. Lynn. Okay. But yeah, Matt's Matt's actually. Well, Corey alluded to this earlier, but Matt's greasy as fuck. He's actually. He's, um, it, it, Matt, little, Matt hold on. There, whoa, 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 whoa. There's little Matt and there's big Matt, mm -hmm. and little Matt is my my heart. You could he's put him in your pocket. You. Yeah, I love little Matt. Do you think little will listen to this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if he'll listen this far. He's got. Yeah, he's got to go this far. I bet you he starts it, but yeah, I don't know yeah. if he gets this far. Maybe yeah. he's doing something else. <laughs> hey, so where can I invest in you and Matt? Because oh, I they're know going public. If, if, uh, hey, huge. if you, if you want to give me a hundred dollars, you'll make a million. Yeah, exactly. All right. Cash. So what sizes are you guys concentrating on? You doing eight inch? It sounds like you're doing seven inch. Right now we're doing five inch, five and a quarter. We do. Uh, Tell us about your whole Is it rent? Is it rental or sell? Rental. We don't sell motors. We rent them. We service them. We inspect them. We maintain them, and then we re-rent them. Do you want to go through Scott Birch SB? Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. We would. We would love. We would love <laughs> Scott go. to be a customer of ours. We, there we go. Yeah. We're yeah, gonna go. Should. We're gonna have a contact. So are you doing even? Tell tell us about your 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 motors that you're really excited about. So uh, well, one, one of the things, yeah, seven and a quarter motors. Are we just, yeah, seven and a quarter. So you're gonna run with that with eight and a half and eight and three quarter bits, or tell tell us. Is yeah, that, yeah. Is so that, that, that would be. You, that, and be you want to partner with big companies. Yeah. 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 What about the bigger hole? 
like nine, seven, eight, 12 yes. and a quarter. Yeah. I mean, we're not focused on, on much bigger than yeah, that. You can drill 12 and a quarter if it's shallow yeah. stuff with mm-hmm. eight inch motors. And that's, that's all we were focused on. It, it gets really, it gets really costly and complicated. It does. It's not the whole line. Not if no. I mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, and it's not, it's, it's not a great business to be in. So we're trying, yeah, again, we, we try to focus our whole business on things that make sense for us business. and things that make sense for our customers because yeah. we mm-hmm. want to deliver to them a, a higher quality product at a better price and not because we're undercutting some other company. It's just because we're just a better yeah, company. Yeah, but, but I don't, I don't, think, I don't, I don't mean like better, better, like we're We're going to do a follow-up to this episode it's, in it's their just, shop. It's a better structure. We're yeah. a tiny company focused on a single thing, so there's there's no one that can outprice mm-hmm. us. Can we, can we do And your quality. You got two engineers, yeah. and you already built a, a pretty good – you, you bought a good platform, right? The and best motor that's ever been on the market. You're now looking at the efficiencies and all that and how to do it better. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the deal. At the end of the day – we're buying stuff from our suppliers yeah. and we're screwing it together. So let's not get it, co- you know, I don't want to be like cocky and say like, we're, be cocky. We're the, we're no, the, be cocky. We're the, we're the best screwers together. They're the best screwers together. <laughs> hey, can I, can what I at least. What it comes down to is your QAQC and yeah. your maintenance and like uh, everything that comes into the customer service. And, and, yeah. And, and well, customer service is big, right? Huge. But at the same time, as a small company and dealing with, you know, the, we're drilling in engineers. So most of our friends are drilling engineers. Yeah. But those, you, those you can relate yeah. so much better. You can actually well, they, you talk can, to the guys. That's right. what they need. What it was just, yeah. Well, we know. Huge. Yeah, I feel like we speak the language in that sense. Yeah, that's we're, a good. We're, 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 we've been in that position. We know what they're looking for, and we know, mm-hmm. what they, we know what they don't want, and we know what they see as failures. And we can try to traverse around some of those situations where some people want to put something in the hole that isn't going to work. Right. right. Um, you can see the flaw before it happens. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah. And, and it would only be because we've made that. Yeah. They, we've they, made that. Yeah. They understand the rock. If you put too slow of a motor right? in there. We yeah, personally made those, those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it's like. So I'm going to say it now. Matt and I want to actually go to your shop and actually do a yeah, lot, right. an interview there. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So man. would love to put that. Yeah. yeah. Put Matt Little in. I, want, I basically just Please want to put do. Matt Little inside a motor, and like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fit him. He could probably somehow. fit. Yeah, yeah. He's tiny. He, could, he could sit on your big shoulder. Matt, big Matt, Little Matt. How many Not guys that big anymore, by the way. How big. many guys in the oil field wear medium shirts? Sh- uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know one. Medium. Medium. We are a... I'm a large. I'm are a you large. A large uh, are you a large tall? I'm an XL. He's an XL, Well, because... So, first of all, Corey's a large, large tall. Don't large. touch him. Don't touch him. He's a large tall. So, no touch I'm him. a large Matt, tall. Shmedium, shmedium, hey, large tall. I'm a large. Thank no, you you're a shmedium. I'm a large. Hey, Matt Little, I'm going to put you inside of a motor really soon. <laughs> hey, you could do like the uh, – <laughs> that goes. That could go really bad. You could do like the uh, – what was it? The, what was the – oh, my gosh, from the movie The Spy Who Shagged Me. You know, you could have no, a little I'm not guy going in this, you no. know, and carry him around with no. you everywhere. Mini-me? This yeah, is a wool gas show. We're not talking about any of that. Yeah. We have talked so much about oil and gas today. Hey. <laughs> I keep bringing it back in. You. Well, we're trying to get to the guys behind the, so, the innovators. The innovators. I, Little will be on tag. the tag. Like, this part is amazing. Tag, by the way. tag, tag, people. tag, tag. Matt. Yeah, I do. Think, oh, yeah. I do think we're in, we're we're innovative in, in the sense that the industry needed what we're doing. Yes. I think, yeah. I think that the industry was screaming for what we're doing, and uh, and it's. It shouldn't have taken this long, and but we're we're excited to be the company that it's trying to provide a better motor, a better price. Especially while it's ramping up right now. Yeah, oh, it's, a good, it's, it's a good time, time right? right? Mm-hmm. So, perfect. I mean, how can how can we what, help we thought, you? We thought Helix was a good time when we started. Helix, Helix. was awesome, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it uh, was a cool idea. But uh, we thought when we left Realm and we started uh, Helix, we were like, oh, this is the bottom. Right? Yeah. So like. This is a good time to start directing because we're we're because if oil price goes yeah. up, we you know uh, you know rising tide lifts up boats. Negative thirty. Turns exactly. out 
That was not the bottom. No. I felt so bad for y'all. Yeah, we were so like, far yeah, from you're, you're Oh, really man. I, every day I was like, Matt, I'm praying for you. I'm really that sorry, was, man. I think that was $35, $40 oil. Yeah, uh, we went negative $37. For just a moment. I have a picture just in my just house of negative $38. Yeah. I want to yeah. tell everybody, I don't know how much they know about this, but the negative $37 you saw that one day in April, it was either April or May. Something new. Yeah. But how they do, uh, the producers, when they sell oil, it's actually averaged over a month, as well as gas, unless they do spot market day of sale. So they can do that too, but like most producers, while it was negative $37, other days it was 12 or $22. So it gets averaged out over a month. Nobody actually probably sold oil at negative $37. A couple did, but it was not the producer. It was the next person, the broker down the yeah, road. It was, yeah, it was a future contract, yes. right? And yeah. I tried to so do it, contract, yeah. Yeah. and I was on a phone People call. People don't know that. No, yeah. It, yeah. it is complicated. When, when that it's, happened, I actually started researching it because yeah. I was like, I don't understand this, and I need to because yeah. this is Dude, confusing. No, I was on the phone with a guy in England when all that went down trying to buy. Like, I was trying to buy. I was like, I need to buy, like, I don't know, however many barrels, right? Negative 38. Let's make it happen. And he's like, you need to buy a minimum of 2,000 barrels. Let's, and I was like. Well, they're paying you. Uh, <laughs> no, they uh, buy a tanker. They yeah, yeah, they just buy a tanker. In the Gulf. <laughs> so you know what's cool about oil and gas and the innovators in our industry? When that happened, right, it was a travesty. It was horrible, but there was a thing called arbitrage. It's where you had a commodity. Do tell, love. What is arbitrage? So it's pretty much the idea that you had something that you knew was going to be worth significantly more in a short period of time, but you had this opportunity to buy it. And someone's going to be like, nah, there's more to it. But that is the basic premise. So we actually had some guys that are like, you know, we see these tanks over here that are being used for cottonseed or oil or whatever. What if we change that? There was yeah. actually no. You're right. They tried to change it here in the approved, state of Oklahoma. They were like, "This is an approved container." Like people were trying to grow and grab milk jugs when all that went down. Like they're like, "Is this an approved container? Is this good? Is this good?" It's, <laughs> it's just like, cool. We have the best innovators, and you know, we're chasing the dollar, but we're also everything we do furthers us as a society. When yeah. we figure out these innovative approaches to to still make a buck while creating a, a product that the world needs. In every fashion uh, possible. Affordable, reliable, yeah. abundant mm-hmm. energy. And you guys are right. doing that. That is no bullshit. That is the one thing that... Affordable, that, reliable, that, that abundant. cultures from poverty to... I just, poverty. So I grew up so in a town you, like, I don't I don't I want people to suffer. I want I want them to have the energy we have, right? Everybody, we saw all the videos when we were kids. When I was an exchange student in Germany, like you were traveling around. I don't want people to suffer. I want people to have what we have. And that all depends on fossil fuels. And hydrocarbons. Hydrocarbons. And petroleum. Right, right now it does, yeah. 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 Right now. And that's that's the important thing for our industry to understand is right now. Right this now. Is what is important. Right now. It's the most efficient. This is what powers the world about. right now. If, I, if I put a straw on the ground in my country. Deal, it will always be. And so that's important be. for people in our industry to accept. It will always accept, be. Right? But it will always be a mix, for, at least for your foreseeable life and my foreseeable yeah. life. But it won't always be. Right. Nu- but right now, nuclear you, is the only other so option. Obviously, we all talked about this, and everybody said it many times, right? Like if you own Tesla or something yeah. like that, and you drive a car, it's you know thirty percent powered by coal, right? And That's fine. And, and guess what? We have we have we have like a hundred year supply of coal. By like an actual be, be smart. We have a we have a couple hundred years supply of coal here. Like twenty twenty like another thousand years, we have coal. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, talking about I, not harvested yet. Yeah, I hope we're not harvesting it, though, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I don't know if there's any recoverable, right? Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Anyway. But. Corey, here's something interesting that I bet most people don't know that you know the answer to. So when you look at a reservoir. Wait, wait till he sits down. Okay, go ahead. When you look at a reservoir and you're looking at the total recoverable, but how efficient are we at recovering the hydrocarbons? 20%. Like, what percentage do we take? Like in the 20 to 30%. I know, it is incredible. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. No, so, people don't really know that. So that's the thing about... <clears throat> 
and, and I'm not a reservoir engineer, and I don't pretend to be, and I'm not a completions engineer, I don't pretend to be, but, yeah, our, our recovery factors are extremely low, right? And it's, just, it's something you learn in That's why school wherever you, you found oil and gas, you will continue to The one thing that you could do to become an instant millionaire in the oil and gas business is improve recovery factor, right? Mm-hmm. They tell you that when you're in college, or at least my professors did. It's like, if you want to get rich quick, that figure that out, right? Hmm. Figure out how to make Dawn cheap. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to yeah. make, like, you know, like, basically... Some extremely useful surfactant, extremely cheap, or something like that. Yep. Make, mm-hmm. Find a way to make flux skin. Get rid of your elephant. Make something. Snot. Make something useful, cheaper, or make some recover yep. like the recovery factor better. Right, mm-hmm. and those two things are extremely. Uh, they're complicated, man. They're you know, that's it's. We haven't really improved our recovery factor all that much uh, over the years. It seems I haven't been in this industry all that long, but well, it's just we're kind of. It seems like we've a bit plateaued on on that front and uh and, i mean whatever i can say I did, I did, but, not, but people need to just be realistic about their production goals as far as you know uh operators and stuff uh and 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 whatnot about what they think they can actually recover from these new reserves that they're finding mm-hmm. and, or they're buying or they're whatever you know so, so you can uh, even take that even farther on a on a positive note for the flaring and stuff right yeah, like flaring. they're trying to Trying to capture that, you know, trying to actually they should. keep that going. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. You're wasting Why energy. Not? I absolutely yeah. hate I don't, all, I all our industry does is like bringing it back those, to the monitor. Uh, it's great. Uh, Connex boxes and they were mining Bitcoin. Oh, I love uh, Bitcoin. Hey, that's our next uh, episode, everybody. We're going, I'm going to mine Bitcoin. Now, there's a couple of, off of flare gas. Yeah. 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 I thought, I thought so, it was awesome, man. I thought it was so cool. We still got a ways to go, but we actually had a client that did that in Wyoming. Yeah. No. It was actually a Tesla back company. Really? And had it out there. Uh, you know, there's a lot to it. I don't yeah. want to get too far into it. I mentioned there is. we're going to yeah, get into this. Don't get into there the weeds. So if you're an oil and gas company and you're not mining Bitcoin, criminal. It is. No, no, but think Go about this. So Use wait, any excess energy to you to make something productive? Oh, I know. Instead of burning yeah. and discharging. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So wait, our, our, I think our industry is the best at. Look, if you want to be the most economically efficient, I mean efficient, economically efficient equals environmentally efficient. Period. So yeah. if you turn what you would have wasted before into a monetary source, go for it. I'm going to get one more. I'm going to get one more. No, we're out No, no, no. No, no, no. So, so Tesla actually just backed the thing. The guest just wants another. Yeah, uh, touche, touche. If, if, you bring, yeah, if you bring one up here, we're going to kill it. No, we're not. No, no, no we are. There's only one good one. Go, go search in his desk below. But, yeah, I mean, that's an intriguing point that he brought up. Every time you think about... If you so, think about sorry, money, environmental efficiency equals economic efficiency, yeah, but, period. But it, it comes from outside forces, right? So Yeah, our, our, industry, our industry is industry, all about yeah. outside industry sources. Sure. Outside, e- outside e- forces. Right? Okay, so if you like, think about... Like for, for the oil and gas industry, to, uh, you know, for, for many decades, we've been like fairly self-regulated in some sense, right? But because and, why? And we are the most well, because we're the innovative. Most, well, but I think it's because... Do you want, do you want the government to solve our problems, no, no, or do you want our own no, industry no, no, to solve no, no, our no, problems? Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's He's not what I'm saying. He's got it. Hold on, hold on. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not asking for the government to. Uh, what I'm saying is the government involves itself in what we're doing. Yeah, they, engul- they involve want, right? it. Yeah, they're already involved, right? But but sometimes that we can force, solve our own problems. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not against. It. I'm just saying sometimes that force, from an outside perspective, uh, regardless if it's government or something else, right, is is driving us in a certain direction that is causing innovation. Yeah. Right. Touche. So, there you go. So you go. Uh, it it is we have massive innovation within this industry massive innovation within this was industry. that tesla that uh, that came up with that that was that like another bottle of and said, hey, everybody that said Dear hey you know sense. they're gonna pay what is it 100 million or something like that for the innovation for uh, for flaring or whatever 
I don't know. I posted it on LinkedIn. You'll have to look at the article, and I, I'm probably botching this horribly, and I apologize. But yeah, they, they you were talking about that pressure from the outside. It, it helps. It does. It does. So, it's not a bad thing. And that's just society too, right? Like we have to understand as an industry. Sometimes we like fuck everything that's coming from from anywhere else. What 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 we need to understand is that. Uh, we're a, we're a small society, a part of a larger society, and that we have to adhere and at least understand what other people around us want. Absolutely. And I think that this well, investors has massive potential to do basically all of the future good for yeah. uh, greenhouse gas emissions yep. uh, and changes, mm-hmm. and we'll probably get none of the credit for it, nope. but we'll basically make all of the innovations to get us there, right? Absolutely. No, I, and the funding, I hope, I hope, funding too. Sense, right? We'll, we'll have external forces to push us to do things that uh, that will will increase the efficiency of, of, of all these like, awesome things. Uh, I prefer that everybody around the world abandon their oil and gas prospects, and the only oil and gas possible comes out of Oklahoma. <laughs> hey, the, you know the crossroads is here in Oklahoma, so I mean, you know. There I'm you just go. saying Wait. you're right. If you do not like oil and gas, please, if you want to get oil and gas, the only possible way to bring it out know. of the ground is in Oklahoma. I think we had enough. Come I don't on. know. Yeah, in June, or people May, we had you're enough. talking to don't know that what's oil and gas, and you know that you've seen it. You've got to, yeah, you got to be. Put it on LinkedIn a million times that says like all their toothbrushes are made of oil and gas, right? And the cars and all that shit. <laughs> They're not the ones listening to this. You got to remember that. Right? Yeah, no, I think I think everybody <laughs> in uh, California and New York are listening to us right now. Oh, well, you, you, so that's what I was trying to tell you know these guys is like we need to have another you know another representation, somebody who's coming in that can be Fill that mediator up. between those people that don't that don't know. Is that right? I mean, He's you've good. got a, you've got people that don't know, but they're not watching the show or they're not watch, you yeah. know not involved. You're filling up some more. Oh, don't mix them. Don't mix yeah, that's what I was trying to do them a favor. I'll, I'll, what are you being mixed? We're all, we're only drinking Ho Chi Town. Ho Chi Town. I'm really looking for a little money no, here, Ho Chi Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, so you're not wrong. Yeah. So, uh, but we need a, we need more representation because so if you, yeah, we have we have a lot of representation in, in the oil and gas industry. Do we yeah. have a yeah, split between sig- Hollywood and us? You, know, no. you say that, but there's, there's a significant amount of uh, we're on board. I, I don't I don't believe no, that we're like underrepresented in 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 politics. I tried to change it, but I think that we are as misrepresented. There you and, go. Thank you. Uh, and I think that it's it's a complicated uh, conversation to have with people, and I, I, it's one of those things we, it's like taboo, right? It's yeah. like religion or sex or whatever. Like you just don't. Talk I'm ordained about, talk about by the these way. Things. I believe in God. I'm, I'm, ordained. I'm an ordained minister. I'm ordained. So I, we have so many like so similar I, so paths. I, I actually did the. We, I ordained the wedding for my brother and both my sisters. I've ordained what? one yeah. wedding, oh, but that's I, nice. I really. All, all three yeah. of my siblings. Oh man, I, I love I, I love marrying people. I actually got it because I'm in oil and gas, and I thought nice. I would probably need to read somebody's last rites. And also, the pamphlet said, <laughs> well, "Wow, I'm just saying, wow." I know all of you. Also, if I wave my hand. The pamphlet didn't say how to do it, but I can absolve you of your sins. Just saying. We'll just wait. We're going on commercial break. Corey Nunez. This me. episode. Yeah, quite commercial this break This episode here. brought to you by you Tag. Know what? No going to watch this, but we might as well. Matt, how'd you get in oil and gas? Okay, so I grew up in Okina, Oklahoma, and all my family is oil and gas. At some point in my life, every single person in my family was probably employed by Harold Ham. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, like, Where's Okina? O'King. Harold, good to see you. Okay, so if you go up, like, okay, so go to Kingfisher, go north to Hennessy. Okay. Uh, before you get to Enid, right? Uh-huh. So Enid, Oklahoma, great place. Love that, too. My uncle David lives there. But go go north out of Kingfisher, and then once you get to Hennessy, go. Left. Or, well, head, take a left. Go to west. Now, here's a great part. 
if you like rattlesnakes in, in America and Oklahoma, I love rattlesnakes. But I grew up in Okina, Oklahoma. He used to handle them too. Yeah. So, Okina, Oklahoma, oil and gas, farming, ranching. That's how I grew up. Really? Yeah. It sounded like were you a nomad for a little while too? Yeah, I, I man, I, I was. It sounded like you, you and Corey had done some. Stuff I was a stuff. nomad by far. My, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I've you lived, lived in I've, the Virgin Islands. I've lived a lot. Of places. Yeah, what were you doing there? But we got I was right? cold. I was, was cold. So my first, my my first going to the islands. I'm cold. <laughs> my my first year of college, I was cold. It was really cold in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Just you saying. went to Stillwater. Oh, I was a cowboy. Oh, did y'all hear that? Oh my god. And me crap over here being an OSU guy. I, lo- I love giving people crap. But <laughs> anyway. No, 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 no. Listen. The tumbleweed in Stillwater, America. Oh, yeah. They got a sad. nice place similar to the tumbleweed in oh, uh, Oregon. I could, it's I could, sugars, I think. Oh, Just man. Like the so I could, I could get in at, at 18 years old, I could get in a tumbleweed and I could dance mm-hmm. with, like, I love country and western dancing. And he likes break dancing. And I, I knew like, yeah, so I went to, so I got a, I got a high school. I went to uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma. I got into uh, country and Western dancing. Line dancing? Oh man. Oh, of course I we line dance. Line dancing. No, why would you hate line what dancing? What is the love of getting in a line and doing Have you ever seen lines? girls in uh, those jeans and line dancing? I just, what, we were both military. <laughs> he's, he's but gonna, he does I have a point. Whatever, but you I don't have to dance to see that either. I dance. You know what most people don't? You can sit on the sidelines. Yeah, I did I not sit on the sidelines. Yeah, but yeah. if you're too I'm a really good dancer. Be nuts for butts and, and nut to butt. Get in, nut to butt! Uh, yeah, I just started telling people that. People didn't realize what nut to butt was. Anyway. My first year. So we talked about this. I'm learning so much about you, Jeremiah. So you had professors. I My professor in Stillwater. Uh, my psychology professor, he had written his own book. And was I got, this your professor or just your psychology no, in general? No, yeah, thank you. <laughs> my, my psychology professor at Stillwater had written his own book, and we got into all these arguments all the time because I was – Were they arguments or debates? I love do, good debates. Yeah, debate. I thought it was a debate. He was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Intro to philosophy, my yeah. professor said the same thing. <laughs> and I, but, I, but at that I age, I, I would not back down from anybody. And I was like, oh, I'm so smarter than you because I'm, like, I'm, I'm almost 20 years old. I'm going to tell and you bulletproof. everything. Yeah, bulletproof. And so I was like, that's it. I'm out of here. And I, and I hitchhiked down to like Florida, and I hung out there for a little while, and I went to what? the Virgin Islands. And I was like, all because one guy – had written his own book and incorporated it in his class in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And he said, "Go to." Wow. He's like, "Well, it made me mad that I had to buy his book to be in his class." Mm-hmm. What do you like, think about it now? What a racket! Now, yeah, like, oh no, it's a racket. But I'm also like, well, but, but were you? No, you know, he was right. So, so was little Matt. And, think we are I was, when we're, I was when we're an young, idiot. And then once you get older, you're I'm like, so not I'm smart. Oh, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> every single year I that I age, I, I find out how stupid I am. I actually yeah. say that every day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I think about it a lot, before. and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know anything. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you, if you're not I, learning something every day, you just need to stop what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I think you, about it a lot. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I don't know enough, and so I generally try to like go figure out that thing. But your life gets in the way, you know. Like once you have kids and a wife and all this stuff, your life gets, you don't have time. You have a job. You don't. Have yeah, time to you have the wife first, and then you have kids. Things. You're like, oh fucking. So what's your motivator? Why, why, do you, why do you get frustration? Is interesting. Like, I, I don't have time to figure that out. Dude, no. and, and, and we'll have someone on here about that because it is, but it's it's. But you know, somebody, somebody recently, a customer that we were talking to, man, it blew my mind. It was such a simple idea. Uh, said to us, he said, "Trust the middleman." The broker. 
and, no. No, and, and it was just, it was a conversation about uh, trying to take on too many things on your role, like, or specifically it was a drilling engineer, and we're talking about, you know, uh, how sometimes people get well into drilling motors and, and or, or, you know, and, and the design of them and all this stuff and, and want to have control and things like that. And, and the mud systems and whatever we all the things we drill Thank with, you. right pipe and connections and everything and and uh, and he said you know he's like look I just I trust the middleman like I trust it yeah, you need to trust the middleman so I can focus on what I can do and I don't need to learn all the shit that they do yeah. like I, I need yeah. to focus on what I know and they'll let them focus on what they know because I hired trust, you for a purpose trust the middleman and, yeah. and it it actually it was something so stupid and so simple and it blew my mind I was like I'd miss uh, those old that guys that is uh, that is profound. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, what we, like, so rarely these days trust people to, like, do the thing that we right. hire them to do, that we hire them to right. do. Like, we question what they're doing, even though we don't know what the, they have 20 years experience, right? And, like, we have no idea what they're doing, and we question it. Like, I, I, had a, I had a guy at Marathon that did that exact same thing to me when I was a cool Marathon. tubing, and, you know, a cool tubing supervisor. And, like, he got in my face, called me every name, and I learned, like you said, all kinds of new words in the oil field, right? And... And finally, he got he he finally tripped my trigger enough that I actually cussed him out back, which you're never supposed to do. Don't ever do that. Don't cuss people. But he actually started applauding me, and he was like, "Now I know that you know what you're going to do." He said, "Now I can trust you that you're going to do what I paid you to do." He's like, "I paid you to come here and be a cold tubing guy," and he's like, "I want to make sure that you were 100 percent knew what you were going to do." And it, like kind of like that, well, your thing, you're just like. Well, you just got me like all turned up, <laughs> and then come to find out, you're just wanting to make sure that I'm going to do what you hired me to do. Trust the middleman. Trust the middleman. Right. So what? It, what yeah. it, tell me. It I mean, was perfect. It's a fairly profound, it, it simple was idea, right? And it's, being a young guy, like the the when I started in the old field, man, I was I was young. I was like 21 ish, you know, because you couldn't you know get in the old field because you couldn't have a CDL, right? If you didn't have a CDL, you weren't getting in the old field. And it was it was the age gap was like my guys that were training me was like 40. 47 mm-hmm. you know so like Wait, i was going on so crap yeah i was going on wells that were just nuts you know I'm how like, old are you right now Corey? 38 30 37 oh, hey, yeah. hey you can lie about Corey, no, i forget my age sometimes he I, is 30 I, years 30 old Corey is 30 years old you know how i this is ridiculous but how i've always based my age is on one of those old nordic track treadmills oh no they're in four-year increments like five-year increments so you're from 30 to 34 and you're 35 to 39 i'm like so every large hurdle of yeah. age, yeah. I always think about the treadmill for whatever reason. <laughs> from 25 to 30, 20, from 24 to 25. Yeah, my heart rate is like, We're basing it on I the Nordic track. Dude, it helps me. fucking genius, yeah. Whatever, like, clicks in, stupid things into your head. I like, know it. We're all you... there. That's <laughs> funny. Corey, a bunch of fucking idiots wandering around. Like, I mean, whatever okay. makes uh-huh. information stick in your head, you just got to use that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So yeah, please, if you're an investment and you need some, uh, to put some money somewhere, please... Reach out to Corey. I don't Reach know out. if he even needs money. Ta- I'll take tag money. and trace. <laughs> if, no, if you no want to get into the oil field, now's the time. There's never been a better time to get in the oil field. As all of you are senior, I'm just saying, like, I just want to reach out to my people on the East Coast and the West Coast. Invest in tag. Overseas invest in too. trace. Oh, yeah. Overseas. Hey, I've got a guy reaching out to me right now. Yeah. Oil field in America is getting very international. Right? Yeah. yeah. I won't I'm say the company name. I plan on buying the entire countries of everybody overseas. China and, is, is digging in hard. Oh, man. Well, yes, right? Dude, that's a whole other segment that? right there. Well, I mean, you, you saw Corey, Corey would, you like to do a, would you like to do another episode sometime? 
Sure, man. Okay. Wait, wait. Before before we disperse, though, Corey, you have a unique perspective that most do not. Grant, you're yeah. a little bit outside because you're a bit older. But you went from... <laughs> I know. Well, when you went to school and then finally got in oil and yeah. gas is what I'm getting to. But you went from the operating side and then crossed the fence over the service side. So if you could talk to young Corey as a drilling engineer, what would you tell him about his interactions with vendors and all that for a young engineer? It's uh, a good, it's a really good question. Because, oh, oh, I bet you're going change because I, I gave uh, no time of day to service people mm -hmm. when I was a drilling engineer. And not because I didn't like it. He was them. a damn god. It was, no, it was, there's a few, there's a, there's some superior. Yeah, you got everyone trying to suck your dick, yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. talk to you. But also, I didn't, I didn't really understand the game because I was so new at it too. And like, a, it's not like a many, many, it's more than like a, for two decades or something like that and understood the whole system. But, I was, I was fairly new to it all, but, uh, you know, that's, a, I guess, a bit of an excuse. But, uh, I, I, you know, I, I gave time and day to the, the service guys that I liked, whether I used them or not. They're just guys that I liked. Yeah. Like, uh, and then the, the guys that I liked, I, I, I always stuck to what my data showed me. If, if my tools worked for this company and this particular stuff or whatever I was doing, that's, that's, where, that's where I put my money as a drilling engineer from, from the operator I was working for. <laughs> I never did it for, like... This is my buddy. I'm gonna give him a shot, kind of thing. Dad, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> now I'm in that situation yeah. where it's like, hey, I, I need There's those. I need those. Yeah, no, you're I need, I need you, absolutely you need nothing that. wrong with those things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But you have so much stress, but right? You got a multi-million dollar, like a mud motor, is huge for someone to take that chance. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. Yeah, but you got it, everything. We, we got innovators. Yeah. We we need market di disruptors. So you got to give them a chance. Yeah, we need we need people to give us a shot, and we we currently have a shot right now. We're, I mean, we're drilling in the hole right now. So like, uh, yay. To tag has, has officially uh, take, uh, tag stepped, stepped off Dude. and is is is. Uh, oh, it's cheers! Are you, are you doing anything in Oklahoma or is it West Texas? It's in Oklahoma. Hey, awesome, Oklahoma. dude! It's Oklahoma tag. Yep, it's in Oklahoma and uh, and, and and we're super proud of it. And, and we, I mean, we worked really hard to get to this point. It wasn't. Yes. Know, tell these young is. blood engineers. Technically, the company young blood engineer. Listen, tell them where you fucked up and what you would have done different as a young engineer. Would you have given to, these to, guys a chance, or what would from, you do? From what being from the operator? Or yes. From the, yes, from the operator, yeah, you absolutely. crossed over, uh, and I talked to Matt uh, about so, this a while back. Yeah. Little so, about so this. I, I'd say it like this. Uh, I'm like a big picture kind of person, and that doesn't mean anything like profound or anything. I just mean like I try to just see like what's going on around me more so than what's really happening on the day today. Like you know internal office stuff that, that we deal with all the time, right? Like, um, <clears throat> I could see early on from my oil field career that, like, the only people who really ever make any money in this business are people who take a chance. Yeah. People who go strike it out on their own or jump in on a business early when it started. And that's private equity base, you know, EMP operators, mm -hmm. and that's also service companies, and that's, you know, you know it, it just depends on what piece of the pie you're getting when, when something's coming up, right? If you're going to be an engineer for, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being an engineer for a major oil company for 30 years. The problem is, is that nobody does that anymore. Like, yeah. It's not mm -hmm. a, really a thing. You're probably going to bounce around a couple of times. <clears throat> Hey, thinking about, thinking about, about this well, real hard. So, like, uh, hold on. Can I? Can so I somebody, give you a... uh, somebody really wise at EOG once told me, like, if you think that you're gonna leave <clears throat> before you do, ask this company what they could do to keep you here. And I think that's something I didn't do. That's something I didn't do before I left EOG. I didn't. I didn't go talk to them. And it's not that they would have cared or anything. I was maybe. a small young engineer at the yeah. time. It doesn't really matter. But, uh, but maybe uh, I, I could have asked them, say, hey, will you move me to Oklahoma City instead of? Uh, me just leaving your company, mm -hmm. and I didn't. I didn't take the time to ask that question, and I think that was. I think that was a, a bad call. 
Maybe. I don't know. Well, I, I love where I am do, now, but, but for future but I guys, ask the question. I should at least ask the question. Right? You know what that's the hardest part about sales, by the way? And that's sales, what you're talking about right now is saying, I believe I'm worth this much to your company. Yeah. Move me over there. It kind of is, but sales, you've got to ask for the sale. Yeah. At some point, you've got to yeah. say, well, how do we move to the next step? Well, I'm I, in I, sales, from, and there's nothing hard a, about from it. A, from a, yeah, I love sales. I'm thinking about the operator's perspective from a sales perspective. No, no, no. I'm not taking it out of that. It's the same conversation. You decided for whatever reason that you didn't want to ask the question what can you do for me i i believe i'm worth this much and i've provided this product i think you need to move me you for whatever reason yeah, did you yeah, not I think about it or you just didn't think they would probably both <laughs> it's probably both yeah it's probably both. i mean i don't know it's just you know there's a lot of there's a lot going on and, and nerves and all kinds of stuff i don't think i really th i mean i don't think i thought that your wife and, and i had co out. i had co-workers who were leaving to go do the exact same thing and i'd work the closest with these guys and like so it felt like i was going with home right all right i was going with home base to oklahoma city yeah. these guys that i like oh. functionally worked with in, in oklahoma city so i guess you're in, in midland so right. so it was it was uh we expect you to be there too by the way well, We're like oh yeah was, these was, are these are a new group I, I didn't think about it, but but you should you should and i realize that now which you, <clears throat> what i realize in my older age that i think that everybody uh, that all one half person that's still listening at this point six seven hours later your mom's gonna be listening look yeah. is is uh no one will ever give you anything you don't ask for right absolutely no, you have to ask for it and ask for what you want don't know. and here's the deal ask for what you want and almost always almost always you get a feedback or what you want yes right? yeah rarely will you get nothing from mm -hmm. asking for what you want mm -hmm. and you, you might get feedback that says you know, go fuck yourself, or you're stupid and that doesn't make sense, or whatever. It, but you'll probably learn something from it. But uh, but a lot of the time, you actually just get what you want. Yeah. But you have to ask. You for have it. to ask. Yeah. Them. If they don't know, they don't know. There's nobody. You cannot yeah. expect. And I I feel like I I feel like I've wasted years thinking this. Like people will just know what I want. Right. Like yeah. they yeah. don't. Nobody's gonna know what you want. Nobody can read your mind. Nobody's. That's. I mean, and also nobody cares, right? Everybody's got their own life. Yes. Like Just ask people for what you want, and people generally. Very generally, like to help other people. Yeah. I yeah. like to help other people. I you like to help other people. Everybody here, and and most people watch. They feel the same way. I like to help other people, but unless somebody asks you, like, "Hey, I need this," or "I want this," or "Can you help me with this?" Like, they, like, can't help you mm -hmm. because they don't know what the fuck you're thinking. Right? Yeah, they don't know what's going to happen. They don't yeah. know what's in your head yeah. if you don't ask them. I'm, I'm super so guilty that's of this. Super so. guilty, and I just assume for whatever reason I think I'm the center of the universe. I guess. But yeah. Everyone does. We everyone all thinks. We all everyone do. ponders. I think we fight. At some point, we fight it hard. Whether the world revolves around them or it revolves around. Well, the uh, so I was going to. You guys have the Matrix or not? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I was. Welcome to the Matrix. Welcome to the Talking Energy Show. This is it, everybody. So re reach out. I'm shutting this out. down. You Do guys I, have all. It might take some creative editing. But Do, you guys yeah. want, Do you guys want to do creative editing? No. You have about 30 seconds to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, Thank I was. You. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, all right. I so I was just going to say, like, you, you mentioned that about. I think three hours of the, the best. Uh, Corey. In the. I love you, brother. In the, Thank you. Being in the school. It does make you feel as if you're. Sorry, you we killed. Know. We killed two amazing bottles at Trace Management Studios. Trace Management. Brought to you by Trace Management Studios. That was where my, I noticed where the going back to school. Was actually that people felt entitled after going to school, not because no one of in someone, gas feels entitled. Not because that they they got that way on their on their own. Like when you were doing really well in school, like. You would get the good grades. You'd get the, you know, the camaraderies and the whatever else. You, I, that was one thing my wife asked me. That she's like, "What's the difference that you notice going back to school?" I have to work hard. And and whatever else. And I said, "But yeah, besides the working hard, I said I feel what those engineers that are telling me to go jump in the lake feel. Jump into Mondays. Like I understand jump in the lake. how they feel entitled of like, 
man, I've went to they went, these. They worked hard to get there, yeah. They've worked sure. hard to get there. And yes, I, I did that, like, you know. Yeah, and a long it's time ago. Yeah, and it's not a bad thing. But it was just like I was like, I feel a lot more entitled. I was like, I feel bad that I'm saying that. She yeah. goes, I felt the same way. You know, yeah. it's, it, and I was so people that are selling and that you know go back. If you haven't gone back to college uh, or you haven't done your college degree, I highly recommend it because it will help with that understanding. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a. I mean, it's just a test. All it, it is. is. So here's what I thought about college. I know they're trying to wrap this up. College, college, college is a test to to make sure that you can learn. Yes, and that's, and that's it. It yeah. actually isn't. And I, I would and suspect many people aren't interested in what you learned in college. They're just interested that you yeah, can you learn. It. You can and, learn. And you, and stayed you, with it. It. you have been tested, and yes. you can learn. Yeah. All right. Let's end this on Corey. What is the coolest thing anyone's told you, or some type of phrase, or something that you accreed of? <laughs> yeah, I can tell Beautiful. You three. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Trace All management. Right. Three things. How about that? All right. Give me your first thing. Coolest Wait. phrase anyone ever told you. I can tell you mine. And I love it. And I, I love this band. Right. Oh, I love this All band. Right, so, no, so man. Man. He said a man. man a dude. Jason like, a dude. John. Or, gosh, so, John. Don Jacob. Jacob. Don Jacob. We were dealing with all the, the, One the thing, Corey Nunes. COVID stuff. And uh, I'm Matt, Matt Little, my partner, his girlfriend. Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany got COVID. And they were stuck at home together for 14 days. And he was, you know, feeding her and all this stuff and whatever. And he never got cut. He, he got tested three times. She got tested three times. She was positive three times. He was negative three times. And, Matt, t- and I was positive. like, dude, I just guess you just can't get it. And he texted me. And he said, my immune system just fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's oh, man. <laughs> I'm keeping all of this. Mad little. I love you, buddy. Oh, sorry. I'm going to apologize to the ladies right now. Uh, Tiffany, I'm really sorry. Mad little. I told love my you, buddy. That, and she fucking loved it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. She fucking loved it. That's so I, I think yeah, it's a, one of the funniest things I've heard in a while. He's he's fantastic. All right, tell us about your company. And let's wrap this shit up. Tag. Oh, wait, tag, before before tag, you finish up, let's do our last ever company. Tag Drilling Motor Company. Hey, we we're doing a uh, talking show. energy show. Talk, we know. Let's tell them about next week, and then we're. Oh like, man, hey, we're gonna have so much going on oh, next dear. week. How many bottles will you drink next week? Oh, seven. We're not even getting that. No, we're hosting a Cinco de Drinco party. Cinco de Drinco. At Rufftail Brewery. Rufftail Brewery. Next Wednesday. If you're in Oklahoma or Kansas or Texas or Arkansas or the United States of America, come to Cinco de Drinco. You can be Where? 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 Oh, we're going to Reptile. Reptile Brewery, badass brewery. They open a, an excellent location, Memorial Road Memorial. and Western. If basically, yeah, they're Memorial. another Oklahoma company. Now, uh, do we have any other announcements? No, just all right. C- come to Cinco de Drinco. Who's going to be there? Tell us about your. Tell us your. Uh, give us Tag. your elevator pitch and let's. Elevator pitch. You have five minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, we have. No, we have no time. You have seven That's and a half. That's the longest fucking elevator ride. Man, dude, we're have, in Dubai you have right 39 now. 39 and a half stories. Tag Drilling Motor Company is a intentionally focused and small company based to design and build high performance, low cost motors for operators who run on a rental drilling program. So there's not. Anything special to it? Look at our website. It's tagdrilling.com. It has our current configurations. We're constantly yes. buying more motors. So I'm going I'm to stop in there. It is special. You got a couple yeah. guys that understand Matt, his partner. And Matt I work little, with Matt more than I have Corey, but they understand drilling. They know what's necessary. They understand Corey motors. They understand they had a directional company as well. They they understand what it takes for that bit to stay on bottom 
Uh, Tag so bottom. Don't, don't, it's not that simple, man. You're no, doing more well, than that, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Our, in, our inspection company that we partnered with told us that we have higher inspection standards than any other directional company in the United oh, States. Oh, that's great. And that was, some, that was something we designed well before we ever even talked to them about it. So it wasn't even intentional. It was just this is the things that we think that we need to inspect on every it's single part. It's not the things you think. When, when you bring a motor down. And it's basically full body everything. So it's things you know. Experience. We don't want any failures. So our, our job is to make premium motors go out the door every single day and, and, and not cut corners. And, and we don't need to is the thing. Backed like by need, industry experience. We don't need to cut corners. Corey, when we see so these no efficient motors going down the highway, what color are they going to be when we see them yeah, on that flathead? Ooh, they're blue. They're well, blue? They're kind of blue. Oh, like, blue. Like, hey, what can, color blue are they? energy services buy them? Oh, man. Can no, I, Corey, tell us about a, your motors. Do you have, a, do you have a, like a... If winter. I'm on a well so site, how do I know Corey's motors are on a well site? We're just starting to tubing motors. Through to be TTS. Yeah, for drill outs. Yeah, so I love drill outs. something we're working on now. So this oh. is our color. He has a car. And it's oh, uh, dark oh, blue. Oh, I love that. Is that teal? Why is that look green to me? Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of a blue green. We don't really know. How do we say, How do we know your motors are going down the road? Uh, it's going to be that color. Are your bit housing the same yeah. color? Is it? Is yeah. there some white or are they, they just... Uh, white lettering and stuff, yeah. White. And tag. So if you see it going down the road, we're, or you we're see it on location. We're simple people. It's a simple company. We it's tag drilling motor company. We make drilling motors. That's it. That's all we do. All right. Thing. That's Let's it, everybody. Right everybody, start waving. We're Thanks, gonna guys. we're gonna sign out here. Corey is director of operations, tag drilling motors. Thanks, Corey's mom for listening. Yeah, Corey's mom. So much. Thanks, guys. Corey's hey, mom. Hey, Corey's mom. I want to meet you. Corey's mom. I'm gonna get a tattoo with your mom. mom. That's really cool. Bye. Mom, I'm Bye. so sorry. Hey, thank you, everybody. <laughs> tag drilling. Corey C. Nunez at tagdrilling.com. That's right. There you C. Go. Find me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Please reach out. Hey, guys, this is our inaugural. Yeah. Very you guys, first. You guys did great. I got to yeah. say. Did we? I was nervous uh, about uh, what we were talking about, but it all, it, it all came out. Hey, what we were talking yeah. about is Corey Nunez.com. You know, we appreciate your drum saying about, that. We talked about a lot of stuff. We lot, did. It was a lot of y'all. Yeah, you guys did great. Whenever you think about drilling in Oklahoma and Dude, anywhere else Corey, in the world. So don't you fucking ever say that you got a simple company or you do simple shit, man. Come on. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're awesome. And that's it, everybody. I'm you're tagging awesome. out right that's here. That's the whole idea.